pot. Yeah, put that shit back. We eating good tonight. What? Motherfucker, I got a bone here. Welcome everybody back to another episode, episode 30 of the Ballheader Brothers Podcast. It's the Ball Bro Alex. It's the Ball Bro Marcus. Damn, I keep wanting to say it's Marcus the Bro. We got a special guest in the room today. It's good, the good brother, the good brother archetype Mike back to join us for another episode. Mike. Shout out to y'all brothers for having me, man. How are you guys? I'm good, man. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. It's 2020 and, uh, you know, just trying to make a new decade a good one. We're going into our 30s. Well... I don't know if you're already 30. I'm 30, bro. Yeah. yeah, so you're already in your 30s. Me and Marcus, we're about to enter, to enter into our 30s. So Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's something that uh, I'm not looking forward to, but looking forward to. Damn. What's good, bro? You good? You doing? I mean, good? I'm good, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here. Like my man said, it's a new decade. Shout out to everybody in the new year. Um, it's a new decade, and it is a new year. So shout out to everybody in the new decade and the new year. Uh. Also, like my man said, we're going into our 30s. I'm really not up for that, bro. That shit been fucking with me mentally, like, heavy. Not only, you know what I'm saying? We're not, we not here for no heavy conversations. I'm just saying, like... Uh, <laughs> no, we're going to have heavy conversations. No, nah, no, nah, we we're not having that. But, you know, niggas go through... Excuse me. People go through, you know, like, quarter-life crises. Well, midlife crises, mm-hmm. right? We're not at the midlife. Uh, you know, half of a mid is a quarter, so... You know, I've been like, I've been thinking about it. I'm like, half of a mid is a quarter. Did I say that? I thought a quarter yeah, was 25, of, but half of that is... Half, half of a mid, bro. Half of a mid. Oh, you said is half quarter. of a mid is Ain't a quarter. Ain't that what I said? Yeah, uh, I thought you said half of a quarter is a mid. Half of a mid. I was the trying to talk over here. I was always like, half of a mid is a quarter. I was like, yeah. Okay. Half of a mid is a quarter. Half of a mid. What is a mid? What is a mid? That's the mid over here. Mid being short for middle, sir. You know what I'm saying? A midlife crisis would be a middle life crisis. You know what I'm saying? So since that was the topic. So our life expectancy is at 100. Hello? So half of a mid, you know, is a quarter. Um, yeah, man. So here we are. Uh, like I said, shout out to everybody in the new year, the new decade. How about you? My God, I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, uh, just got done being sick, so I'm living life now. Uh, yeah, you know, new year, new me. New year, Same new, new me. year, new <laughs> yeah. me. Is it new a new year? Nah, no, excuse me. It is a new year, but is it a new you? Nah, nah. Same shit. Same old day. Different shit. Nah, I ain't gonna say I'm. It's, it's new shit. Uh, I always work better or plan to work on myself to make myself better yeah. and shit, but it doesn't take January 1st for me to say that I'm going to be a better person, because I was, you know. So you're not a resolutions guy, pretty much. I tried it. I just never, like, that whole idea of, like, yeah, you're going, I'm going to do it this year, I'm going to do it this year, and then, mm-hmm. like, around March, that shit just fall off. <laughs> I tried to pick it up around June, like, oh, yeah, I knew I fell off for these past two months, and then, you know, next thing I know is November. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to plan this out. I'm like, nah, man. You know, yeah. the, the whole goal of the New Year thing just doesn't resonate for me. Do you yeah. have any, like, smart resolutions, though? No, I don't have a resolution. It's every day I just want to be better. You know? I wanna, peace, peace, King. That's a, that's <laughs> like, a good I, way. That's a great way I of swear, looking at it. Nah, because I feel like I've been negative uh, in recent years. Not even recent, like, last, this past year. But of the past course of the past few years, it's just been, like, a negative thing in me. So I'm just trying to be a little bit more positive and see a more positive outlook on shit and, and try put more positivity out there into the world and shit. But it's all a work in progress, because I ain't saying I've been the most positive Perry dude in the past two days, but, mm-hmm. you know, like, I've been better than I was. I mean, you was also sick, you know? 
Yeah, it's true. always some shit. I always try to get you down. Shaft life to the last life. When I'm dead, I'll be shafted in the past life. But you know, and it's I'm, okay I'm glad to be feeling better though. So. It's okay to be mad sometimes. It is yeah. okay. It's okay to not be happy. And it's, it's true. normal. It's totally normal. So that's true, man. How was your uh, so? How was your New Year's, man? It's been two weeks since we've been out here. So I don't know. I don't even know this nigga no more. I ain't talked to him in forever. So I don't that's... know what Marcus is, but. Well, you know me for New Year's, man. I was just trying to find somebody's house to go and yeah. hang out at. Um, you know, hung out with a few buddies. We had a good time. We probably stayed out a little longer than what we needed to, um, which is always the case for New Year's. You know, you're drinking, you're laughing, you're enjoying everybody's company. Yeah, you had to work on New Year's Day or you was? No, so I was off all this yeah. past week. So um, I worked Christmas week. Mm. Um, that was a pain. Um but then this past week I was off. I'm um, doing sort of a, like a staycation. It kind of got boring, but uh, <laughs> being in the house, you know, just being in the house, going through your normal routine outside of the eight hours that you go to work for, um, it was a little bit difficult. Um, but I was able to find some time here and there just to relax. And like I said, New Year's was, was New Year's. Or what you do for your New Year's, Marcus? Uh, for New Year's this year, man, I was cooling to be honest. Uh, I told you a few weeks ago uh, before we took the little week hiatus or whatever. My mom was coming up here, so she came up here for like the whole week of Christmas. Uh, I was cooling with her for the most part. Uh, I also mentioned the fact that we were going to the Panthers and the Saints game. Yeah, how was that? Uh, it was it was good. I mean, it was raining, um, but outside of that, like it wasn't too cold. Uh, we did have to put up with a little bit of showers, but it wasn't nothing crazy. Um, uh, I don't know, bittersweetly, the Panthers got their ass kicked. Um, I say bittersweetly because, you know what I'm saying, my mom is a Saints fan. Uh, as I've mentioned, we are from originally from Louisiana, so she's always, you know, up to see the Saints whoop on some ass, any ass. That ass just happened to be the Panthers that day. Um, I do not care for the Panthers, so like I said, you know. Why I say it's bittersweet because you know, <laughs> because I live in Charlotte, so you know what I'm saying. And my people listening to this shit, there might be some locals that's listening to this. Um, so <laughs> bittersweetly, your Panthers got their ass kicked. You know what I'm saying? You know, as a native of Charlotte, I'm not a Charlotte fan. Bro, yeah, I was gonna say like, like I don't even know how many people from Charlotte really stayed to be. Yeah, Carolina yeah, Panthers I'm not fan. sure how that whole dynamic turned around, but I don't think we've ever. Like Charlatans, I've yeah, never been Panthers. Since like '99 or something. I'm not yeah. a Charlatan myself. So I don't, yeah. I don't <laughs> know. But I can guarantee you, somebody listening to this shit is a Panthers oh, of course. fan. So yeah, of course. those yeah, people, now, I mean, the quarterback uh, is black. What do you yeah, mean? Right. <laughs> exactly. The quarterback is black. Is a fact. So I don't see why. Speaking know. of black quarterbacks, I did get to see my dog Teddy uh, Bridgewater get out there. Um, now shout out to Louisville and their uh, their quarterback um, products. You know what I'm saying? The Ravens. Uh, today we didn't get to see the Ravens play because uh, that Louisville quarterback is on a, a bye week. On a bye week. So Let's do you shout win. out to him. Yeah, exactly. Shout, shout out, out to him. Peace, King. Shout outs. Um, but yeah. What about you? How was your New Year's? Bro, I spent that shit hurting. Dog. New Year's Eve, man. I woke up sick. Try to get my life together. Down like a whole bunch of Mucinex and Nyquil and all that shit. Because we had a dinner planned, and we were supposed to go to the West End to do, like, the whole little ball drop thing with my, me and my girl and her friends and shit. Uh, but I made it to dinner, ordered some scallops. The scallops, I ain't even eat them jumps, bro. I couldn't even, like, swallow food. Mm. But throw that shit up, bro. I said, you know what? Y'all got it. So I left them around, like, 
I woke up. It was New Year, so welcome to twenty twenty. Welcome to twenty twenty. What ball dropped? I was like, I catch it all on Instagram or some shit. You know, I'll see how it was. It's nothing I ain't never seen before. Exactly. Uh, but I did miss not, you know, not bringing it in with my girl or whatever. It did suck for that, but at the end of the day, oh, damn, bro, right down, nigga. What you mean? Like it's snickering and shit. Like I ain't got hair. Nah, man, it was something in my throat. Real pause. And that was me laughing. I'm not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that, that was me laughing. Nah, but um, nah, that shit. I like. I like that that cute shit. You know, bringing it in with your girl and all that shit. We've been together, damn, going on two years and shit. So it's like mm-hmm. strong love and all that shit. So strong love, strong you know? black yes, love. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So like, did, what's your idea on like the whole getting dressed up? Like, cause you've got a girlfriend and everything. Mm-hmm. And for the brothers out there that may not have no girlfriend, like, how do you feel about like getting dressed up and then going somewhere nice? With your old lady, you know, for New Year's, or do you guys just, or are you just a stay-at-home, you know, close friends? You all celebrate, you know, in that type of environment. What do you? Yeah, I mean, I'm more of a. I prefer to be around my friends because it's always good to bring it in with. Good, I feel like the idea of New Year's is oh, it's a brand new restart and all that shit. But if you subscribe to the idea of celebrating, then then you should do it the right way. And I feel like being around all my friends and her friends, all that shit, everybody together. Makes it a good vibe to start to kick off the new year and shit. Just being around a bunch of people you don't know, yeah, uh, it's not the best for me. But mm-hmm. you know, like I'm always up to go out and shit. So, you know, I ain't really mad at it. We can be friends, switch and meet friends. Can't do that. You cannot do that. I I We're can't. trying to build relationships <laughs> here, not. I can't do that. Not <laughs> friendships, brother. I mean, I'm yeah, trying man. to meet friends. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you said you try to be a friend, huh? Try to meet friends. Meet friends. Oh, oh yeah. meet friends. What ain't that? What? Oh, you say, oh, you're trying we to can be uh, friends, be you know friends. switch and meet friends. I guess man, the switch part is yeah, that's yeah, the part that I was kind of <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no. You know what I'm saying? You know, I don't know. That's the bar from Jewel's, but I'm not trying to switch anything here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the meeting here, of friends, good. and uh, I mean, I'm, I know, <laughs> I know <laughs> you guys are great. I'm, yeah. <laughs> since you, I don't want the roar in the room to feel as <laughs> if I was suggesting something that I wasn't. <laughs> no, no, not the only at thing all. I was suggesting was meeting friends. But you know, yeah. I met some of Tiana's friends, so shout out to them friends. But yeah, continue. Uh, <laughs> woo, we gonna talk about that off mic though. Um, but yeah, yo, it's a lot of a lot of fuck shit that happened over this past couple of weeks of us not being here, and I ain't gonna touch all of it. Um, but we are gonna touch some of it. Most recently, we're going to war. <laughs> Allegedly. Well, I mean, not war. We're going. We're going to do some senseless killing for a second, and then come back. <laughs> Let's be honest with call it what it is, because we never went to Afghanistan for war. It was never a real war, because there was nothing signed in Congress that said we're going to war. And that's how it normally works. Fun fact for people that don't understand how U.S. politics works and shit like that: we don't really go to war. We just go out and send people over there and kill people, because war is actually signed paperwork, and there hasn't been a war since I want to say like Vietnam or the Gulf. A real war? Yeah, probably so. So, yeah. Vietnam or Korea, one of the two. Right. I just wish people would be more responsible with the words. But we have a podcast, so, you know, whatever. We're as responsible as responsible can get. So, Marcus, how you feel about, you know, niggas going over there to Look, know, man. blow shit up? How I feel is, you know, I'm going to admittedly and very ignorant, ignorantly, right? <laughs> yeah. Huh? What man? You know? What? <laughs> Come on, man! I'm sipping Crown and Cranberry. New year, new him, man. New, new year, new me. <laughs> um, shoot, 
four fives from bail, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to ask you guys, right? None of us in this room are fathers, right? But mm-hmm. we all have um, nieces and nephews, um, whether they be blood or not, you know what I'm saying, that are of little statures, right? So, Mike, let me ask you. Yeah. In terms of, like, bullying, right, or somebody fucking yeah. with you, right? Yeah. What, what would you plan to teach a, a child? You know, there's one, like, for me, like, the whole bullying thing is you want to, and it's hard because <clears throat> I don't have kids, mm-hmm. my niece isn't born yet, but one of the one things I would want to, you know, people are going to say things about you for whatever reason because they hate who you are or they dislike what you represent or whatever the case may be. doesn't necessarily always mean that you're a bad person. Um, now, you should stand up for yourself and defend yourself, mm-hmm. um, but never, you know, stall, start the altercation. Um, you know, always mm. never be the aggressor. Right. Because it's kind of hard because, like, you want your child to stand up or whatever, whomever, to stand up for themselves. Um, you, wanna, <laughs> you want them to articulate that and vocalize that, but at the same time, if someone, you know, I'm not of the uh, ilk that says turn the other cheek. Right. You know, you hit me, I'm going to hit you back. So, so, so um, the, the 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 basis of your potential lesson that you would hypothetically teach uh, a younger person would be not to be the aggressor, um, and but stand, stand up, up for yourself. Stand up for yourself. Right. Stand up for yourself, but don't don't be the aggressor because you know bullying mm-hmm. shows a sign of weakness, um, no matter what age or no matter what you know political level that we get to. Right. Bullying is always a uh, the first sign that I see in a, a weak <laughs> individual. So what what about you, Coop? You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 bringing it back now. I'm still going. No, to I got question. you. I got you. I got you. I, so, I was gonna let you rock with this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New yeah, year, you know new saying? you. So. New year, new me. We out here. So, uh, <laughs> hypothetically speaking, yeah. you know what I'm saying we've talked about upbringing kids on this podcast a few times, and we've said a f- quite a few times that we don't have any kids. We have had fathers on this show, no mothers as of yet. But if you were a father, uh, and you are a, a uncle to a very young niece, what is it that you would? instill into a, a, ch- a child, somebody that you can, you know, when you're helping them form their thoughts and opinions and stuff. As far as bullying goes, mm-hmm. uh, see, I, I, don't, I wouldn't call it bullying. I'd say, you know, let them know where you stand. Okay. Like, don't, of course, you don't want to be pushed over, but at the same time, you don't want to be approached as if you're less than. Mm-hmm. So if someone were to approach you as if you were less than, then that would be because you gave something off. Now, it's all about how you talk to people and all that shit, so that's where the bullying shit come in, but I feel like, don't come off of, like, like you soft or some shit. Like, right, right, right. Just walk around like you got, you know, it's a pair if you're a guy, or a pair if you're a girl, or a pair mm-hmm. if you decide to identify as such. Um, but, yeah, you know, like... Just you know what I'm saying? Bring your own guts. Yeah, yeah. I I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to take, take a page out of uh, Dabo Sweeney's book, you know, fuck Clemson, but I'm going to take a page out of his book, Bring your own guts, essentially, right? So yeah. you asked me how I feel about this, you know, this stuff, and like I said, very ignorantly, ignorantly, you know, I don't, I'm not too in tune with politics. I'm not too in tune with all the potential fuck shit that the president of the United States is getting into. I do know that some of this shit is fuck shit. Um, however, right? What I do know is that what we all know is <laughs> that. Uh, 45 is what we will refer to him as. You know what I'm saying? This motherfucker, 
he don't really play when it comes to certain shit, right? And he's very vocal, right? Mike said that he would he would uh, stress the to express, uh, be vocal about shit that's fucking with you, right? Apparently, that is very essentially, true, yes. if someone's fucking with you, you should probably address it, right? Yes. Uh, we what we do know is that in terms of addressing shit, four five is not lacking on addressing any type of shit that that's potentially bothering him, right? That is very true so, as well. I did see on a CNN article that this person four five definitely tweeted right. In the world of Twitter fingers, that you know, don't quote me. I'm uh, taking bits and pieces. Paraphrasing. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm paraphrasing. Essentially, what he says was, "If you guys fuck around, (laughs) there will be some motherfucking (laughs) prices to pay." Right? Yeah. He he essentially said that shit. Right? Yeah. Now the ignorant part of this is, I don't know exactly what the fuck was going on before that, but what I do know is, this motherfucker said, "If y'all fuck around, it will be prices to pay." Yes. Uh. There was some shit at like the embassy or something like that in the Middle East. You know, I don't know what the U.S. embassy. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Iran. It was okay, right? So in Iran. Is it Iran or Iraq? One of the islands. Yeah. So I don't know. So I will say in the Middle East, some fuck shit happened, and my four or five let motherfuckers know. In the case of some fuck shit happens. Motherfuckers will have to pay. All three of us have agreed that we we would tell somebody that if you're fucking with them. You know what I'm saying? Address it verbally, and then if push comes to shove, there will be some shoving coming to pushing. Mm-hmm. So, motherfuckers felt yeah. froggy. Yeah. They jumped. <laughs> I want to let him finish his whole. Nah, yeah. go ahead. Because I'm mean, going to let you feel finish. about it. Ig- hey. Very, you know, igno- I ignorantly, because I, I don't know. Yeah, right? I get it. Yeah. But I what I do it. know is, motherfuckers did some crazy shit. Buddy was like, look, <laughs> yes. Th- yes. now you motherfuckers got to pay the price. Yes, yes. And I the get price that. that they had to pay was, you know what I'm saying? The man's getting his head blocked up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so here we are, right? I'm not laughing about the fact, and no offense to any Iranians that listen to this, that may listen to this, may pick up the feed. Um, we're out here comparing a, the president of the free world. We're, we're, we're comparing peons to, to a, the fucking president of the free to world. To a playground situation, yeah, pretty yeah, much, sure, <laughs> at, sure. the, at the end of the day. And it's, it's, it's wild because, like how you said, you know, you vocalize. Pretty much all he was pretty much doing was vocalizing his his power, um, not necessarily vocalizing who he was or what we represent. Like you know, and things happen all the time. I don't know. I can't really speak to what happened over there. I just know that some people were harmed over there um, for years and years and years. And for whatever reason, um, I can't even call him a brother. Uh, that orange person, um, <laughs> four or five. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, four or five. He pushed a, or he either Cults. pushed a button or he made the call. You know, to go ahead and strike this area. And I'm sure everybody knows where everybody is with all these satellites around here. So it's not hard to find. It's not like they just randomly, you know, dropped a Call of Duty airstrike on them. Um, but. Kind of was though. It kind of was. Kinda it was, was, but it wasn't random it wasn't at all. Random. It, it wasn't, wasn't random. At, it wasn't right. like on the game where you he get a perk. Yeah, he said the right. He seen the red dot. He he's not pushing down on the directional pad <laughs> to uh, call in the airstrike. Right. But like to do that sort of thing to like the second, you know, highest official in that country. Yeah. You know, despite you know all that may have occurred that 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 this gentleman is you know accused of. Because I say accused because he was never convicted and never will be, um, obviously. But whatever this gentleman was accused of, you know, you just can't go around. That's like somebody, you know, dropping an airstrike on the vice president. 
Can you imagine the kind of now? I'm not now. Listen, I'm not condoning any hey, of we this. We like our podcast, bro. Let me just preface <laughs> this before I go off on my own tangent. <laughs> Let me just preface this. I do not speak to the to the beliefs, values, and laws of the uh, the Ball Headed Brothers podcast. So this is strictly me. Um, Appreciate that. <laughs> but it's kind of like in the same instance. Like if you flip it, if you take the if you take the narrative and you flip it and put it on the other side of it, whereas somebody comes in and they bomb whomever, um, that's a high-ranking official. Could be a couple steps below the president. It could be the Secretary of State or whomever. It could be anybody, right? Imagine the retaliation, the, the, the sort of backlash that's going to... Oh, yeah, we blowing shit up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so right, I, can't, I can't, you know, agree with the actions that are going to come down the line, but I wouldn't be upset at the fact that those people feel a type, a type of way. Those right, who support right. them, those who hated them. If they decide to do something to one of the cities around here, God forbid. Like, I think I feel like what Coop said like a few weeks ago and a few weeks since then is like you gotta be not necessarily he didn't say accountable, but you gotta you gotta be weary, aware of the consequences of your actions and your reactions, right? Always. So whatever the fuck caused any type of reactions, you know. The same thing I was saying about with Lizzo, right? At a certain point in time, because because of me personally, you know, that's a lot of things I don't give a fuck about. When it comes to a certain degree, at this certain point, I I no longer give a fuck, right? Yeah. When when she decided to go out there with her ass out, when she put that outfit on, at that moment, she didn't give a fuck, right? None of these things are the same. But when this motherfucker told you what time it was, and you still asked him what time is it? Oh, at that point, he didn't give a fuck. That is very true. You know what I'm saying? So. I go all that to say is just like, you know, yeah, I know I'm, I'm not ignorant to the fact that I do know this nigga, this person does some crazy shit. Right. Yes. But I mean, I, I don't know how much I can hold it against him for, you know, times is already tense. We all know shit is tense. So if I know shit is tense and you on the other side, you know, shit is tense. Cool. Let's keep it tense. But don't do no fucking dumb shit because, it, because now we over tense. And some shit is liable to happen, right? If 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 I was saying, if ball headed Marcus was saying it, you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I'm not a, I'm no, I'm no, I'm nobody's bitch. But I'm not gonna flat out tell you, hey, yo, Mike, <laughs> if you fuck with me, I'm gonna fuck you up. I might tell you some shit might happen. Yeah. And then at that point, you can roll a dice if you want to. Exactly. But what this motherfucker, he didn't say what shit might happen. He told you what the fuck will happen. That's true. So here we are. You know, that's how I feel about it. Uh, now, got, like you said, we will we have to deal with the consequences of his actions slash reactions? Maybe, probably, potentially so. Bro, but we already that, are though. That's what I'm saying. But at that time, he was like, "Look, man, here it is. It's a bunch of meat people." And I can't, I can't. Much. I'm, I'm not. It's the same way, right? Y'all, my niggas, right? If y'all had kids, a, a, a little baby just left here, right? I would tell him, that even if his dad didn't tell him, I'd be like, "Look, bro, somebody fucking with you." You got, you know what I'm saying? You should probably tell him what time it is. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's not the right thing to tell him, but hey, that is what that's what I would say. I mean, if he can handle himself, I don't see no reason why. At not. some point, you will have to. But but as somebody who's not that. his father, I'm not the one to be teaching him lessons. Right, right, you know what right, I'm right, saying? Right, right, yeah, but I'm just saying, nah, like, nah, nah, because I believe you know a community. It takes a village to raise. Yeah, but you gotta have. But it's not law. I'm talking about I'm talking about overstepping overstepping boundaries. The parents have to condone that sort of lecture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you put it when you put it in like the the picture that I tried to form by asking you guys, you know, comparing it to what you would teach a kid, I'm just like, damn, bro, I don't know, 
I, I really don't know. So th- that's just how I feel about it. It's fucked up. Obviously, it's always fucked up. Anytime somebody's life, somebody's life is lost, whether they're, they're uh, demons or angels, you know what I'm saying? That is still a fucking a fucked up thing. Yeah, that's so, very true. But at the end of the day, in terms of how fucked up it is, I'm just like, man, shit, I don't... Yeah, yeah. It is hard to say. It's hard to say. I know because, like, what I do know is that this motherfucker will get on Twitter and tell a motherfucker any possible thing. And what I what I also (laughs) did know is that I seen that this motherfucker got on there and told you what the (laughs) fuck it was. Did you read it? Probably not. But somebody over there saw it and was like, "Man, this nigga bullshit." (laughs) No, he's not. (laughs) The man posted an American flag as though this (laughs) was like like a declaration of war. (laughs) I'm really with it. When anytime some shit comes right, it's always it's always a bunch of wrong people, and it's always (laughs) that right motherfucking one. Yeah. And in this situation, I'm probably the wrong one. You say some, you know what I'm saying? What I will be right about somebody coming here with some bullshit, and you know what I'm saying? I can I can get upstairs. You know, you fucked with the right one. Yeah, that's true. Right? <laughs> so at, at this point in time, whatever they did, oh, they fucked with the right one. And you got to be weary. You got to be weary of the right one. And, and I think re- us as citizens, you know, we, we determined this motherfucker was the right, quote unquote, we, the right one. We, you know, not, we, we could tell they, this motherfucker's not playing they, the game. They, so <laughs> here, we, here we are. I was going to say, a lot of we um, didn't choose him. Um, no, 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 no. No, we as citizens is watching the shit go down. We we knew, like, nah, bro, this motherfucker. He's crazy. That's what I'm saying in terms of the right That is very true. Yeah. So you fucking with the... You know what I'm saying? When something comes on... I got you. If, yeah. You know, I don't know about your mom, but my mom would tell you in a heartbeat, oh, you fucking with the right one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, when I look at that motherfucker, I'd be like, oh, you fucking with the right one. I don't think you I don't think you could should continue to fuck with him. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. True. I got, I got niggas in my true. crew. I'd be like, nah, you, yeah. you know, that's the right and one. That's, to the, fuck that's, with. that's the whole thing. Like that like person he's a great shouldn't leader. be the leader of the that person shouldn't be the leader of the game. The nigga that's the right one. Or the person that's the right one, mm-hmm. the one that's ready to go. That's that's always TTG. That's yeah. always TTG. Right now, that's they the should goal. be in the entourage. They shouldn't be oh, out no, in the front. That's what I'm saying. They should. They be shouldn't in the be back. out in the front. They should that's be in the saying. back because because you, you want you want somebody who I is want TTG. The, I want the brother that calm it down. A I want the bit. brother that's always got the hands behind yeah, the back yeah, in a fight. I don't want him standing in the front of the when it's time to go. I want them to be waiting in the wings. I don't want them out front making bold statements that can get us all. Yeah, because that's up. the right one. Like, damn, bro, we weren't even trying to get here, bro. We were trying to. Oh, we, we were just could, trying we to have a great it. time. We're trying to enjoy the company of other <laughs> countries, build yeah, relations. I'm with you, bro. And that's here we are. Yeah, we got the guy who's always ready to go, put hands on people, hands and feet. Yeah, metaphorically speaking, right, in this right. instance, it's bombs and whatever the case may be. Metaphorically, put hands and feet on people. When he should be in the back. That's what we got you. You the muscle. We, we don't need the for. muscle out front. That's what I'm saying. Put the muscle in the back and let those who can actually handle these sorts of things, whoever that next person, hopefully we do the right thing. We as a people do the right thing this year. Well, we do the right thing every day. It's not about what we do. Uh, you know, they killed Radio Raheem and do the right thing too. Hey, but listen. at the same time, like, the pop, like we got to have other people out in front on this because this could probably be the last. This has got to be the last. Like, if these people reelect this this brother back in office again after this, after these shenanigans, who was it on? Uh, I think it's on everybody, really? not just us. Like, we're always gonna do our part. Uh, and then you got some who feel like you know, intrinsically, one vote doesn't really matter. Um, but also like, white people need to wake up. Uh, Latino people need to wake up. Asian people, Native American people, they all need to wake up. 
gays, transgenders, whomever, they all need to wake up and understand that. Like, I get it. So like, let me ask you this. I feel what you're saying. You're saying yeah. like people that might not be paying attention to shit is going on. But what about the person that's benefiting from it? Like, are I, you, you know, I get you like from a business, it's only from a monetary. Like, yeah, that's what like I'm saying. Like, if, if, I'm, like if I've been profiting over these past four years because he's been in office due to whatever policies he put in place, which we all know, or if you don't know, probably isn't true because yeah. as long as as long as the one percent of the one percent, pretty much. Well, I mean, right. even as long as like the laws take to actually make an economic yeah, impact, it's pretty much longer than fucking four years. But. Like at some point, though, right? You would think, but these if I'm making that would, money, yeah. you would think these people would have like a moral compass. Right, oh, yeah. like you would think, that's, that's that's but thing. That's, that's, but that's when you I get to a certain it. point, like you just say, "Fuck it." Excuse my French. Like when you get to a certain point in money, you don't even care anymore. Like why is this? What is this? Is not affecting my day to day life, where it stops me from getting money. Why should I care? And you know, unfortunately, those people who are the higher ups in society, they don't care. But it's right. the other people who have to sort of care because you've got to have a moral compass. Like, it's not anything about him as a president. It's more so of him as a person. Like, he's so, if, a, so if Obama was doing the same shit, he absolutely Trump is yeah. Why well, would say, never want him in the you office? Get the good the, because you because okay. because what you're doing is you don't have to worry about anything going on outside of the United States. The stuff that he's done in the last four years has you know divided the nation, and they've allowed white people to feel as though they are over overpowering like it was back in the days when our parents and our grandparents were growing up. And so, you know, as a president, I wouldn't want black, white, Asian, Hispanic, male, female, whomever in there necessarily saying, okay, these are the people that are great, not these people. I don't really associate with these people. These are lesser than. And then, because what you're doing, all you're doing is empowering the people on a day-to-day basis, now we got to come to work, deal with some stuff. Yeah, somebody on top of the stuff yeah, that we yeah. already deal with as people. Right. You add that on, and I don't want that from somebody who's supposed to be the face, the leader of the free world, the leader of the quote-unquote free world. So, Word. you know, hopefully people are smarten up, wise up, vote for somebody. I don't know who the hell is gonna, you know, all the seventeen now candidates that we got on the Democratic Party and one from the Republican Party. You know, and the one that will not. Was entrenched unless he gets removed. Um, yeah, it'll know. be interesting. But see, be interesting. I brought that all up because you know I had a great conversation. On, I had a great conversation, small conversation with you on Twitter about this. And throughout all the bullshit <laughs> and the fuck shit that had occurred, it really rubbed me the wrong way that so many people were joking about this shit because I felt like this was a fuck shit to me. And now, because <laughs> to me, when I when it happened, because it was like, what was today? Today's Sunday. Goddamn, it had to be like Thursday night when we got done playing Call of Duty or some shit. I hopped on my phone before I went to sleep. I hopped online, saw that WW3 was trending. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. So I tapped on that shit and I see, oh, we're going to war. Oh, we're going to war. We're going to war. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, let me actually Google this shit to see what and actually happened because you ain't exactly. really going to find some shit on Twitter. Exactly. So, and that's why I found out about all the Iran shit. And then mm-hmm. I'm sitting here looking like, oh, wow. We're really about to get some fucked up shit happening right now. Because every time we go over there, life for us over here gets bad. <laughs> that is very, <laughs> it gets that bad is for us. True. Which is weird because the, the world's, it's, we're not doing shit over here. We're doing shit over there. But yeah. it's still fucking, up, fucking us up over here. That's true. So instantly I'm thinking, all right, boom, gas prices is about to shoot up. Uh-huh. Which means Uber's about to shoot up, Lyft's about to shoot up. Everybody that uses gas is about to shoot up in prices. Very true. 
The second thing, unfortunately, this was my brain processing shit because I thought about myself first. I'm like, damn, I got to pay more in gas. Then mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, we about to send more people over there. Yeah. And look, lo and behold, they done scheduled 3,000 people to be deployed and they sent, I think, like 700 already. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's very so, true. I'm, so when I saw that, I'm like, all right, so then that's somebody's brother, somebody's sister, somebody's daughter, somebody's son, somebody's dad, somebody's mom, yep. somebody's something is about to go over there Fight for some shit that they ain't got nothing to do with. Yep. But they got the marching orders. They're about to go. Yep. And then I hop on Twitter and I see, damn, we making jokes. You, you know, we we as a people are some of and the... And when I say we, I don't mean we as in black people only, but I did I did take it's that stance mainly when we like, had a conversation. Yeah, it's mainly, I mean, you, yeah, yeah. As a black king, you probably subscribe more <laughs> to black Twitter. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> Listen, I will say this... It, I agree with your Black King point there. I mean, what, what, what can you say? I mean, like, there's there's other people on my timeline that aren't black, but I mean, you know, eighty percent of it. Exactly. You know what I'm and I'm gonna say eighty percent of it because I mean, y'all know. Wait, you follow eighty percent of your Twitter following is white? No, no, no. I said eighty oh. percent is black. Oh, okay. You know what I'm 80%. But that, that's at least twenty percent. So low, actually. I probably put myself yeah, in the ex- exactly, low. exactly. I do have a high percentage of non-black people on my Twitter. It's okay. But I, I don't think it's a problem. I don't think it is either. Some people in you this room, they, they might feel like it's a problem, but I, I don't. don't. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. But from the, from the so majority of what I saw, I don't have an issue I follow a lot. <laughs> I follow a lot of, I follow a couple exactly, of blue, exactly. I follow exactly. a couple of Blue Lives Matter people. Exactly. I, oh, yeah. I follow a couple of Blue Lives Matter I don't people on my timeline. I just read it. I don't, and they're I cool with me. Them. They're cool with me. So exactly. I get it. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. But from what I, from majority of what I saw, yeah, the joking and shit, but I'm with you. Like, I mean, I can make jokes about it, but at the end of the day, like, Somebody's somebody's um, brother, father, son, mother. Yes. Like the, when it gets yeah. once you once you get to the the grand schemes of the joke. I mean that shit ain't really too funny. I will say this right. So as a person who is primarily on Twitter, um, is always you know joking about a lot of things and is in a bunch of group chats that joke about a lot of things that probably shouldn't be joked about on air. Mm-hmm. Um, we as black people, man, we're like we are we are able to find humor in anything. And I don't know if that's born out of like it's crazy. Like how we were <laughs> like like if you go nah, back yeah, and look yeah, at it, yeah, like yeah, all the like all these comedians <laughs> and all these things that we laugh and joke about on a day to day basis, not even just like World War if it ever happens. World War Three, but just like stuff in general, we're able to laugh about, and I think that just comes from us being just strong people. Um, yeah. Is there a time and place? Yes, absolutely. Did they run it into the ground? Absolutely. Were the jokes funny? Oh yeah, it's funny. Absolutely. Listen, I'm not All those things are laugh. funny, and I get it. When I like, first seen them, I was like, "Oh, hot!" Like a lot of these, Damn. and then some of them started to cross the line. Yeah. And I think you got to like, there's a fine line where you can cross where you start talking about like. People coming back like without their limbs and stuff like that, or like like making. I saw somebody, and it was funny. I'm not even gonna lie, but it was the tweet was when they uh, me when I land in Iran and I forgot to pull my parachute, and it was like a girl that had like jumped from. I think she had jumped from. And so in her house, she's got a two story house, and so she's yeah. jumping from like the steps. Yeah, 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 and she just hit the ground and just collapsed. Now, mind you, like the niggas can die. Coming. Niggas can right. die when they yeah, don't. Right, right, when they yeah. don't these might not make it back parachute. home. Yeah. And you also insulting people's intelligence too that are going over into these places like they're not well trained and well versed in jumping out of a plane and having parachutes. Right. 
And so there's a fine line, I think, that you like that you can sort of tiptoe where it's funny and it's not being inappropriate <laughs> and it's not being disrespectful to those who have served. Because I'm yeah. sure military people personnel probably found some of those jokes to be hilarious. And then at the same time, Shit, some of them was probably oh, making no, some of them were some probably of, now some of the ones about the one, like, oh y'all wanted to be you know in all guns yeah, with the Camaro and stuff Camaro, like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, by all means y'all. This that and the third one, y'all go over there now. Serve your country now. But, you know, to those that can be seriously affected, because this is going to be a serious thing, because, like, you're going over into a country, and these people aren't going to really like anybody that's coming over there, especially not with an American flag. Um, Right. So, I mean... So, I mean, to answer your question, you know, black people are the most creative people in the negative ways. Yes. Like some of it, so much of our creativity can be channeled in other ways, but we're just too damn creative, dog. And that shit leads me to my point about that whole thing that I was going to make, but then so many people kept responding back to me that I just said, you know what, fuck you guys. I'm going to say it on my podcast and I'm going to leave it after, that's, after this shit happened because I ain't got time to do all this back and forth. That's very shit. true. Because a lot of people kept saying, like, oh, we're black. We're just enjoying this shit. And then I'm like, yes, we are black, but when are we going to be responsible about our blackness? That's because true. at the same time, we are the joke. When it comes down to the police shootings, all lives matters, blue lives matters. That is very true. The hood in general, we are the <laughs> butt of the joke all the time. 95% of the time when none of this shit is happening, the joke is on us. So like you said, we got that 5% where we can laugh because we're always not able to we've laugh. We've been through a lot like, of we've shit, We've been through man. some shit. I all agree. of us. All of us have. So that cycle, that continuous cycle, yeah, are we, we going to take responsibility ourselves and break the cycle or are we going to wait for somebody else to break the cycle? I think That's my question. With yeah, that that's one. true. And I think like you got like all of us who will find, you know, jokes. In of everything. course. I'm not saying like... Um, which is necessary. I think which is humor. a necessary thing in times like this, times when there's, you know, you know, black people getting killed in the streets, you know, by police officers, black people just being killed in general, where it's not even... You know, it's not a big deal to people, to other races where black people are getting, right. or the things that we've gone through as people. You know, people try to marginalize what we've done as a, right. as people or what we've gone through for the last, you know, four or 500 years, you know, from all of that stuff. But, you know, at the same time, like we, though there's, on Twitter, you've got the advocates, you know, like your, I forget my man's name, who had the bubble vest, D-Ray? D-Ray, yeah, yeah. Yeah, D-Ray. Um, and all those people when all that, I ain't seen that when all since. the Black Lives Matter stuff was happening, yeah. um, and that just brings awareness. The stuff with Kaepernick brings awareness, um, and so we do have those. But then we also like the majority of our Twitter feeds is gonna be jokes because right. we're not following a lot of. And if you wanted to see that content, I think for us we would just need to follow those people. You know, not necessarily saying cut out the people yeah. that we follow now, but it's. It's natural for us to the people that we follow. They're gonna follow the same sorts of things. Yeah, they're gonna retweet yeah, it, and you're gonna see it on your timeline. So, yeah. you know, it, it's a tough situation to be in, and there's always a place for jokes. Um, but we also need to, you know, be serious about these types of things because these are the things that are gonna affect our lives going forward. So, 
Right. So, I mean, you know, I'm done. You know, y'all get, get your you last off. You off the soapbox? Because I, yeah, yeah, nah, nah, I saved you. I saved you in your ready. mentions. Because I was like, I, we can discuss that. I was like, this is the hill you want to die on? I was ready, too. I'm going to tell you, I was, was locked, like, loaded. And then yeah. you start, started me. I was like, you know what? Because if I start coming off, it's going to be like I'm ignoring everything that he just said. Yeah. And what, you know, from your perspective, it's like you, you're coming from a yeah, perspective well, I had yeah, to respect that. Yeah, because most... Like, most people would think I'm just trying to be funny, and I yeah, nah, and I, I really try exactly to save you from. Nah, I was gonna go. I was like, man, fuck it. I don't care how you feel, man. Listen, I got family that was in the military. I know how same. this shit hurts when motherfuckers don't come back. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, all the other bullshit y'all had with him when y'all joking with him and shit is cool. You know, oh ho ho, he wears his tie with a piece of tape on the back of that motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, he throws supplies instead of actually actually giving people supplies and shit when he's doing hurricane relief and shit. Ha ha, I got you, but. This is a whole different level yeah. of fuck shit, yeah. which is what I was trying to get to. But you know, like I said, that's all I was saying. If you want to laugh and laugh at shit, cool. But when you want to make the change, make the changes you want to see fit. That's all Very I. True. That's all I was trying to say. That shit didn't have. There's a room to say for it. both. There's room for both. There is room for. I think there's room for both. Like Not you said, like, time and place. Like time, you said, and place, time and place. Time and place. And there's because there's room for like we need to have some sort of humor in the because we can't be down all the time. Um, but there's time right. and there's but there's like you said it's time and place and then there's room for both but majority of the time we need to be serious about these these types of things not Facts. the throwing paper towels yeah 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 like no I, no I wouldn't say I mean like yeah yeah, yeah at that point it, I'm not gonna say and oh, the severity like there's, level, there's levels there's levels yeah there's levels to the severity of the situation yeah, yeah. The, the the implications that could possibly or the outcomes that could possibly happen are a little bit deeper when yeah. you talk about sending people to an entire different country on with AR-15. M16. Bruh, and I ain't built for none of that. Me neither. I tell you that right now. Uh, they can keep that shit over there in Iran. I'm going to tell you what's going to be different, though. This With this shit, it's not going to be physical. They're going to come cyber. Yeah, they... And, and it's 2020. Money. You think like, shit going... You my, think shit bad. If, listen, Iran, if you're listening, talk to Sally Mae and hack shit, them, please. Please and thank you. And TransUnion and Equifax. All of them. All of y'all. Wipe it all the way wipe out. It all Start all brand out. new. Start <laughs> brand new, please. Start it all brand new. You know what I mean? Uh, so to lighten the situation in the room, uh, let's switch over to music real quick. Uh, and I don't even know what new music came out, but a lot of music shit happened, and that's really what we pay attention to around over here. But I had a question that I wanted to pose, and that since you're here, and I respect your musical opinion, one gotta go. Uh oh. All right. All right. So it's Gucci Man's the movie. Okay. Uh, Wiz Khalifa's Cushion Orange Juice. Okay. J. Cole's Friday Night Lights. Okay. And Lil Wayne's No Siblings. Oh, man, this is an easy one. This uh, is an easy one. Is it really? Yeah, this is like a no-brainer for me. Um, really? Like, No Siblings was a great time. That was college. So that's staying. Um, J. Cole, I'm not really a fan of J. Cole, but I am a fan of his mixtapes. Like, the albums, not so much. The mixtapes, yes. Uh, so Friday Night Lights stays. Um... Let's see here. Who was the first one that you mentioned again? Uh, Gucci Mane's the movie. Gucci Mane. Yeah, with Photoshop. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's definitely staying because, you know, at the time I had the, the speakers in the trunk. Yeah, yeah. Always good. Um, This one's an easy one for me. So I'm not a fan one. of Wiz Khalifa, first yeah. off. So let me go ahead and first by prefacing that. Yeah, what's that again over here? Um, so. Second, Shit. let me say anything that was after Burn After Rolling... Outside of a few songs, garbage. Um, Damn. <laughs> so this is an easy and yes. third, third, third. This is the most important one. I felt like he took my man's currency, 
uh, style and made it popular. Uh, made his like the whole vibe, the stoner vibe, touche, uh, popular, and he made it more poppy. Uh, so I will forever hate Wiz for that. So okay. easily cushion orange juice. Touché. Okay, easily cushion orange juice. I can respect juice. that. Like, like I said, I respect your opinions. Yeah, easily yeah, yeah, cushion yeah, orange yeah, juice yeah. for me. Um, I listened to it a couple of times. Never was really a fan, and it was around the same time I think, like How Fly. All of the monthly mixtapes that Currency was doing, so yeah. that was who I leaned towards as far as like the the unspoken war, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so cushion orange juice to me easily can go. Yeah, easily can go. What about you, Marcus? All right. So, damn, I'm bad. I didn't even know you. You know, I, I seen this on the docket. I sent a screenshot. I sent it to. I sent it to a coot. Uh, because you know, I felt like it was a jab at me. Not necessarily. You know, probably not. not I bet you think this tweet is about you, don't you? Don't you? Don't you? But, I mean, so at first for me, it was easy. I mean, it's still easy. But, you know, <laughs> I seen on there Gucci Man's, so, so, Gucci, <laughs> so we got Gucci Man the movie, Cushion, o, Cushion Orange OJ, uh, No Ceilings, and then we got Friday Night Lights, right? So I'm going to break it down like my dog, our Archetype Mike did, right? So Ar- so Friday Night Lights automatically stays for me um, just because of, like, where I was at in life. You know, Friday Night Lights didn't it didn't technically help me get through shit, but I used to listen to that shit a lot. Um, so Friday Night Lights can't go anywhere. I feel like you might see it a lot in different publications when they try to like rank like top mixtapes or the mixtape era. Like I feel like you you might see Friday Night Lights up there. I mean, for me, it's in my top five, so I mean that's not going nowhere. What you definitely will see as top mixtapes in the mixtape era is Cushion OJ. Um, I will piggyback off of what Mike just said in terms because you know I, I give shouts outs I give shout outs to all Louisiana rappers always uh, currency the hot spitter is my motherfucking god what you just said in the past forty five seconds made just the absolute most sense um, in terms of you know Wiz Khalifa he probably is the one to put the stoner rap you know on the map. Uh, and unfortunately, like we, you know, we as currency fans, like we know what what the deal is. But I mean, like currency will tell you, like, I mean, he's underground. Like, you know, what I'm saying he he dropped major labels for that very reason because, like, he wanted to push the underground. So unfortunately, we do have to give that to Wiz. Um, I mean, like Coot knows. I mean, like, you know, I got Mac Miller paintings. You know, like rest in peace, Mac Miller. Like Mac Miller is in my fucking. Um, soundtrack of life you know what i'm saying and you know he fall he falls in you know in his earlier times you know he fell in that whole like stoner rap uh also due to um Wiz Khalifa they both being from Pittsburgh so you know what i'm saying all that is cool what you just said made the most sense in terms of like currency really is the godfather of this shit you know shout out to Smoke Dizzle like i listen to a lot of fucking stoner rap but i mean for you to say that <laughs> For you to say that, like, I mean, fuck, Cushion OJ, brother, that shit is not going anywhere. It wasn't the anywhere. soundtrack to my life, man. That shit is not going anywhere. Um, Now, we get down to Lil Wayne, you know what I'm saying? I feel like Coot jabbed at me because he, I mean, like, motherfuckers know, like, Lil Wayne is the GOAT. Like, I'm, I, I'm sorry, you know what I'm saying? We all we all in here, like, I talk about Memphis rap all the time. We all fuck with Yo Gotti. I know my guy, Archetype Mike, he's a big Yo Gotti fan. Uh, Coot had me fucking thinking even this past week in terms of cocaine music versus... You know, we're not even gonna say that. I'm just gonna say, like, even in terms of 
uh, Yo Gotti's, let's say, complete discography, right? I will sit here on record today and say it's probably better than Lil Wayne's complete discography. But I cannot say that discography actually. Say what? I said it's probably better than. Yeah, because that because I will I will artist you know like. for me to be as a big a fan as Memphis music as I am, and then for me to like, it, maybe some shit sounds contradictory. Like, nah, hell no, nah. this nigga, um, Yo Gotti, like, uh, what's it? His first album, I can't even think of the name of it. Um, back to the back basics. To the basics. Back to the basics to the came the out basics, a long time ago. Yeah, back to the basics came out in 06, and Yo Gotti has been holding it down consistently, right? Just like currency is consistent to currency fans. Like, you know, like last year, he probably came out with like 13 fucking. Projects and it's only twelve months in a year. So one of them years, one of the months, he had to double up. Like this is what he does. Yo Gotti is on that same level in terms of consistently since two thousand six. He had shit to come out before two thousand six as well. But I mean, like, yeah, he's up there. Um, but Lil Wayne is still fucking Lil Wayne. I don't, I don't know if if uh, No Ceilings is on the the hierarchy of overall mixtapes from the mixtape era from like you know. People yeah. with sense, but to me, it's up there. Wow. No, I'm, I'm, you know, these, wow. Are, these are the people that we put in these positions, right? So that's true. Um, to me, it's up there. I can't speak of it if it's on the list. I, f- I, I feel like you could quote me on saying that Cushion OJ is on that list, to be honest. The movie, I, I know for a fact that shit's probably not on that <laughs> list. But when Coot sent me that shit out, when I seen it on the docket, <laughs> right? No, I'm, I'm being honest, right? You, he gave it a breakdown, break it down. I, I looked at the joint. I was like, man, he said that. I was like, I can't, even, I can't even think of what the movie is off rip. Like I looked at the, all the four. I can tell you the songs on them shits off, off rip. He said the movie. I'm like, man, Gucci man got so many fucking mixtapes. What, what, which one is that, right? So we got fucking. You know what it is? Photo shoot, motherfucking shirt off. I take my shirt off and the whole stop. Bre- I mean, it's some good shit on I'm there. A star. She looking like but nah, dog. If you put it up, we put it up to them other ones. Me personally, well, you personally, you know okay. what I'm saying? Because Gucci got so much other shit, y'all can have that one. You know what I'm saying? Because and that's only oh, because what? it's not a throwaway though. Oh, that's for sure. It's not. It's All not right, a throwaway. Ahead, it's not ahead. a throwaway. But you, you you put it up against some fucking, in my opinion, heavy hitters. Cushion OJ is a heavy hitter to everybody. Even if you don't fuck with it, Mike, that's cool. But it's I'm a sorry, this yeah, is up there. Popular, it's everybody, up there. general consensus, right, right. General consensus, Cushion OJ classic. is not going just, anywhere. Yeah, uh, you know, Friday Night Lights. In terms of this, in terms of this list, I feel like Friday Night Lights is probably the least appreciated in that list. I would say, um, but, probably so. But I gotta, I gotta keep Friday Night Lights up there. Uh, no ceilings. I'm sorry, that shit ain't going nowhere. So. The movie, you know what I'm saying? Even though I just named off some good songs, it's probably this Damn, that, that track listen is long as shit. So it's other shit on there that's good as hell, but the streets, y'all can have that one. Cause I'm not letting go of the other ones. You see how your southern brethren do you? Hey man, what you mean? J. Cole is from the South. Lil Wayne is the king of the South. I mean, Wiz Khalifa isn't from the South. So he's from the Midwest where shit is oh, completely Lil weird. The, king of the, South. the South won. You said what? No, that's true. The South did win. You said you said Lil Wayne not the king of the south. No, no more. Yeah, I mean I agree with that. I agree with that. But but that's neither here nor there. On hierarchy, thing, but that, I mean like it mm. does lead me on to my mm-hmm. my my what I can throw away. And I'm gonna just go ahead and say it. That should be easy. I'm gonna let no songs go. Mm-hmm. Because for one, I'm a big J Cole fan. So Friday Night Lights, anything that J Cole did probably <clears> will forever remain enshrined in the Hall of Fame of music for me. So fuck rock and roll. This is you know Alex's Hall of Fame and anything J Cole has done. He's gonna get a anything. Spot. Anything he's done. 
Wow. For your eyes only included. <laughs> yes. It must have been for your eyes only because I understood exactly what he was no trying to do with way. it and I rock with it. I thought that way about Born I always thought Born Center was trash when I first heard it. But I didn't well not trash. You loyal. I took that shit away. You were loyal. I didn't think it was trash. I just thought I was like, yo, this isn't really like what's going right now and I can't get the concept of it till a couple of years later when I sat down and looked at it and actually made sense of it. You're loyal. I give but, you that. But Friday Night Lights is but, a piece of but, art. But no, that's what I'm saying. That's I what mean, I'm like, saying. But Friday Night Lights is great. Yeah, it's a great piece of music. Yeah, and, and I know yeah. you. I know yeah. you only yeah. fuck with J Cole, and not so like for that. you to put I like, like you his mixtapes more so than, yeah, yeah, yeah. His, than his, any of his albums. But yeah, so I gotta keep that. Gotta keep Cushion OJ because I had some great times. Cushion OJ, uh, that was <laughs> right. that was a great Wake and Bake song back in the D. Um, and then it's Gucci Man, and then Lil Wayne, and personally. I don't listen to no I can't listen I can't pick up no ceilings and listen to it. Mm-hmm. Like I just it won't be anything that I'll scroll on my iTunes and be like, hmm, you know what I'm feeling like today? Some Wayne. Let me find no ceilings. But if I'm if I'm feeling like, you know, I feel like I feel like some Gucci today. Mm-hmm. I want to make make the trap say hey real quick, pop the trunk open. That's very I'm gonna throw on some Gucci. hundred percent. If it's Gucci, it's probably going I'm going, I'm definitely gonna hear a photo shoot if I'm trying to hear Gucci. Oof. Like that's it's gonna play. So I can't. I, there's nothing I want to hear from those siblings. It was a great piece of music. Don't get me wrong. Like the, See, the mixtape was great. Right, right. It's just nothing on that. If, if I would ne- to never hear it again, I would not be mad. But see, even though, like I said, like like the movie is not a throwaway. Y'all just said that. I agree with that. No. But like what you just said in terms of like, if I want to listen to some Lil Wayne, I cannot sit here and lie to you or anybody listening to this that No Ceilings is what I'm going to listen to. Like, yeah, I mean, like it's, it's some shit on No Ceilings, like, you know, swag serve. I mean, obviously the, the, the heavy hitters, like, yeah, but n- probably not going to go to No Ceilings immediately. And I'm mm. definitely not going to a fucking photo shoot when I want to listen to Gucci Man, like that's just like me personally. I'm not. I didn't say it's the first one I'm gonna play, but I will get in rotation. I don't. Even, that, if, that, I'm a, if I'm gonna have a Gucci Man spin, right, right. Or if I'm gonna have a Gucci Man playlist, photo shoot will be in. That but playlist. for me, that shit probably won't even yeah. hit the hit, the the twenty the twenty records playlist oh, that I'm gonna create. It's, I don't. It I don't, won't include photo twenty. I don't think so. Not in twenty songs. I can understand five, but damn, twenty. That's that's me. I would like. I give you that. I would like yeah. to think that. If it did, it'd be number. Th- it'd be the last track on that joint for me. I ain't much gonna front. Like a lot of the songs on No Ceilings, though. Like I know Wayne's version of the song more than I do the original. Like yeah, yeah. Um, Ice Cream. Well, I mean, outside the hook, like shit. Ice Cream Paint Job or um, Swag Surf <laughs> or Wasted. Like when Wasted comes on, I'm waiting to hear Wayne's verse first before I even think about. Hearing I think it's Plies. like for us, man. It's hard. Swag Surf. Swag Surf itself. We just name songs that don't really have real verses on them either. That so, nobody nobody knows the verses on half those songs. Y'all yeah, but I mean, like, more. But, no. But you know Swag Surf. Do the verse on Swag Surf? Swag Surf. Yeah, I know, outside the I first know, four I bars, can, no. I can tell you that shit ver- verbatim. Give me but, first four. I was, <laughs> I'm on Ignotic. I'm on Ignotic. Ignotic. With polo on, on my body. body. This bad girl beside me. In her fr- that's not know. a hook? No. <laughs> that is. That's, that's, before, that's the bridge. It's not the verse. It's the bridge. This nigga Wayne ain't come with bridges. He came with verses. He got pen. But that's what I'm saying. But but but, ahead, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Swag Surf itself, right? Not Lil Wayne version. Yeah, Swag, yeah, Swag Surf. The itself. song Swag Surf is a Negro spiritual, right? For our time, yeah. like that shit isn't that shit it's is sad on the list. It is. Yes. You know, I, I wouldn't even say it's sad. sad. Like this shit is on the list. I get tired of it now. I get tired I of Swag Man, that's surfing. a song. I don't know. Like I got to be in the mood now. Back we're that in ass our up, I might get a little. Tired, we're in our thirties. We're going through our thirties yeah, now. Yeah, that's another conversation. Uh, what? Chopper style will always be better than back that ass up. But anyways, that's besides the not point. Not denying that. 
Say that may never, not be I will a, never say that. that. May, I'm not, I can I'm have that. I would love to have that debate one day. I mean, I feel like that that should be a debate of all time. That's a great debate. Back that ass up definitely gets more played, but man, chopping stuff. It's easy to spin. There's a reason why they play him in. There's a reason why they play him back to back. Yeah, they usually get played around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you get the you know yeah, you get yeah, that yeah. whole now we in New Orleans type of thing before they before they start playing some Jay Z you know what I'm saying you you take it up top. That was my son. I mean you laughing but that's what lie. it is. I'm just saying when they when they when you go to true. the <laughs> we go to like when we went to clubs back in the day you when they when, shit, especially in college you know what I'm saying they sexing it off you get to New Orleans I mean motherfucking. Fucking Aubrey Graham just made bouncing music cool niggas don't even know what bounce is you know what I'm saying that sounds like people didn't know so it's like they're not really playing bounce. So when you speak of New Orleans, like the most bounces that you're gonna get would be fucking back that ass up, and I mean that shit ain't no fucking uh, freedom. Really, you know what I'm saying? Nah, that ain't no not fucking no, bounce music. No. But Chopper style, in that my opinion, is, I mean like that shit. I, that me personally, is a great. Yes, I'm always going to hear back that ass up. But when you do play, ba- when you do yeah. play Chopper style, Chopper I'm like, wow. Dude, I was like, ah, <laughs> you're right. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, we're not talking about that shit right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know that how we're going to say we just but went off on a tangent. Listen, I don't even But no, you're talking about uh, Swag Surf. I was just talking about talking Swag Surf. Because Swag Surf <laughs> yeah. itself it's is, so, spiritual. is so up there, the fact that Lil Wayne, and in this time, like, you, maybe he, you could say he's not the king anymore, but I mean, like, at that time, Lil Wayne was the fucking guy. Yeah. And for him to fucking do that to a song that became... The song is just like, man. I don't even think the song was that popular before he got on it. You don't think it. so? Like, we did the it in the are, club. We did it, but it, like, we did it, but it wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. as popular. And I don't think it's because Wayne made it more popular. He just happened to be the guy that He just that so made, happened yeah, to be yeah, the guy just, that, like, you know, it was like, damn, what beat is this again? Oh, it's the Swag Surf? Let's yeah, go yeah. ahead and go back. Well, remember when we used to do this? All right, now we can just go and get everybody. Every black person in the club can do it. And, and then the white people stadium. took it, and now it's just <laughs> it's, like, it's yeah, a thing I mean, now. Now they go to a stadium and they do that uh, shit, yeah. boy. It's a yeah, thing. It's like now. doing the wave, so. But I don't think the wave was anybody black, though. No, he's just saying, like, like, swag surf has become like the wave. <laughs> swag surf. Oh, swag surf is the wave. Ah, got you, got you, got you, got you. Yeah, pretty much. Got you. Unfortunately. Yeah, man. And I feel like Gucci doesn't get enough, like, well, I can't say nah, that. Gucci gets, the he gets, he gets his He gets his, his respect. He gets his flowers. The, mov- the movie is de- is definitely up there, but when you put it with like, them, what up against like? Well, I mean, it's still, it's still like I was just. I think I think it definitely comes to that. It definitely comes down to Lil Wayne. It definitely comes down to like, except for what Mike said, which I respect. The overarching theme would be, Cushion OJ is not going anywhere, right? I feel like I feel like a. 99 out of 100 people might be in the one. <laughs> <laughs> they not fucking with that shit is not going anywhere. Man, right? I can bet you I can find like five I bet people. Not, I, agree, so you probably I can probably find but five people that no, didn't I'm saying like, the, the high percentage. It's a high percentage. Yeah, it's a higher. those five, we can probably anywhere. find 20 people that say nah, Like if we had like, to do yeah, a yeah. rating system. <laughs> um, yeah. Friday Night Lights, I feel like that might be like the, the, low, the low-hanging fruit, to be honest. Yeah, and in that, that conversation, it's probably the low-hanging fruit. That's like you could win Wilt Chamberlain. No, I don't think Wilt Chamberlain in the movie or... Comfortable, man. It's too I don't many. know, bro. It's, so a, lot, it's, it's a lot of Gucci. I feel like it's a lot of Gucci did, tapes you could have put up there, though. Tapes, though. So it's kind of yeah, way too much music out there. Like, I ain't trying. It'd be hard for me to say, yeah, trap, is trash. trap God. Trap House. Way too much music. If he, you know like, if he combined all his great tracks, he'd probably have. Oh, yeah, DVDs. A quarter of that. Like, because 80% of that stuff that he puts out is trash. I feel like we got to make a poll. Like, you know, Twitter has a poll. We, You know, you can follow us at. The Ballheaded Brothers podcast on Twitter, like we gotta ask, like, 
the, the few followers that we do have, anybody that's listening to this, like, please let us know. Like, out of those four, like, what's your shit? I mean, because, like, a lot, of, a lot of this shit definitely is, like, subjective. A lot of shit you got to think about. Like, like, my man just said, it's a new decade. Some of us are going in our 30s. Like, you got to think about, like, where you was at in time when this came out. You know, we talking about, like, shit in college, shit before college. Um, so it's just like, yeah, like, what do you think? Yeah, yo, we'll ask that. We'll drop that when we drop the episode or whatever. So, yeah, when you listen to this, go check the, pl- check the uh, poll. And if it's not up, you missed it because you took too long to listen to us. So, but thanks for listening anyway. Uh, Juicy J apologized for getting niggas high and hooked on drugs. Wait, what? He took future, he took the, yeah, he nah, died on the hill that future was supposed to. Oh, I don't even blame Future for any of this. And you don't? No, I don't. Like he doesn't even look like he does drugs. What's that got to do with what he's what he puts out though? Listen, man, if I'm out here making music, uh, I don't. I there's I can't put a disclaimer on my music that says, "Hey, guys, don't do this." I mean, just maybe. because I rap about it and it makes it seem cool, you're not. You shouldn't be out here doing this. No. At the same time. When you go to the store and you buy a carton of cigarettes, you might not smoke cigarettes. I don't smoke cigarettes. But if you were to go to the store and buy a carton of cigarettes, it will tell you on the side of that motherfucker that these cigarettes will kill you. That is very true. And the motherfucker will still buy that shit and smoke it. So I feel like you still can say, hey, we don't do this shit, but this shit sounds funky, so listen to this shit. But it's well known. Like, we've seen... I don't think it was well known when he got these niggas hooked, though. When when Dirty Sprite dropped, DS2. But crack is whack. But crack is whack, too, though. (laughs) But profitable. Uh, yeah, but that's another <laughs> dynamic within the entire fragment of the society. So let me things. ask you this: then. So you said you saying you don't hold, you wouldn't hold future responsible for this? Who is you hold responsible responsible for it? Uh, I blame the parents. Okay. Um, okay. If you don't want your child listening to the music and being influenced, then don't buy it. Don't get them their Spotify. Remove the apps. Do whatever you got to do. Put, you know, parental locks on things. Make sure that your children, now you're, you know, cutting them off from a part of the world that they need to know. (laughs) And if they so choose, which kind of negates everything I said, let them choose what type of life that they want to go down. Now, granted, no parent would want their child to go down that life. But if you want to stop it, then don't get the kids the music. Don't allow them to listen to music. I know plenty of people who don't. Listen to Future. Then are on pills? Yeah, those are, never mind. That's a no. I mean, you got to say names. Yeah, I, I was just asking, yeah, like, just, just the idea that don't listen to it. Chris Paul. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like it's hard, it's hard for us to say, though. I mean, like, it's cool to have it as a discussion, but, like, it's, when Future was talking about drugs, like, we was already in the mind state of either we was going to do drugs or we, or we wasn't. Weren't. You know what I'm saying? Like, See, when we started listening in the future, it wasn't, he didn't have the ability was, to shape, I mean, obviously some people, but from a fucking full intellectual person, like, if future made you do drugs, then you already sucked at life, in my opinion. Yeah. Now, unless, unless, unless me. Oh, come on, bro. I'm, fuck I mean, you. I'm dead ass serious. Like now, you if you if you in middle school or a fucking uh, early high schooler where you can be easily you influenced, you, you your, should your be peers easily, are doing it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Then maybe future is to blame. But you asking somebody, you know, you asking me like that motherfucker ain't make me do drugs. So like, what is the like? I so that's I'm your parents' underst- fault. You get what I'm saying? I'm trying to understand why somebody would want to do perks. Or Zans. Uh, when I make a song called Percocets, Molly Percocets. Percocets that doesn't make me want to take the, take the... 
It might not make you being an adult because at your age, you're beyond the age of 25 where the brain is fully developed as an adult. But if I'm 16 years old and I hear this shit and everybody around me is playing Molly Percocets and I turn 18 and I can figure out what a Percocet is, the next thing I know, my homie is selling Percocets so I can say, hey, I want to try that shit. And it's like, oh, yeah, this shit going to have you feel XYZ. And I feel XYZ. I like it. I want to feel it again. Boom, I'm hooked. And it's That's easier to problem. do when you're younger than it is when you're an adult. Because not many adults, unless you're going to see a doctor and they prescribe you the pain pills, are really going to be out here looking for 50 bars and shit and looking for four bars of Zans and shit. Zans. You're not going to go out looking for that shit once you reach a certain Man. age. If you haven't been doing it like that consistently, you're not going to go out there looking for them. What type of yeah, you life... you don't just break your virgin... I mean, right, your, uh, right. Xanax you don't break virgin. Virgin. What type of right. life do you have to live to where you're just like, you know what? None of this other stuff can get me high. I'm gonna go to Percocets, bro. I do not want to know. I don't want to know what kind of life. I, because like, that's a crazy, like, slowed down lifestyle that you're using, and you're killing yourself at the same time. But that's not here, here, here nor there. But uh, I would still say that as an artist, you still have to have some kind of responsibility for what you put out. But how though? If that's what sells, the only person I would say doesn't have responsibility is Drake because he doesn't write half his shit. But Damn, like <laughs> always, because we're gonna talk about that Red Rider interview too. Because I got that nigga Drake pissed wow. me off on that shit. I was like, what the fuck? Wow. But we gonna talk about these drugs real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so I really think Future has a lot of responsibility in that, along with Juicy J, along with everybody that did the Surge Up movement in Houston, like all those people that did it and then had their friends die but continue to do it and promote it. Are the ones that be held accountable for this shit. You know, I saw Sauce Walker Walker uh, do shout out to them down there in Houston. He was talking about that whole the the lean thing. Sipping, hey, the bar baby sipping a scissor. Uh, he was saying now he came. On, I think he went on his Instagram or whatever. He was saying now I don't condone, you know, overdosing on. But you, you know, don't lean, know, but. But people don't understand that. And so all they see is, oh, I got lean in my cup all the time. Or I got this. Or I'm smoking a blunt and doing and drinking lean. Nigga dipping the blunt in the lean. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why would what kind of experiment of lifestyle that somebody and where the fuck are they getting these things from? Well, is the better question. Ain't that hard to do that. When it was it was always hard to find drugs growing up. I never found any. It's no, not, was looking. It's not, I, I wasn't say, looking. I, I wasn't say, it's looking not hard for to find either. it if you want to look for it. I wish he would have. I'm glad he <laughs> right over there. You wouldn't be able to have a conversation. Hey man, I don't know. Right? I listened to a lot of Juicy J back in my day. You know what I'm saying? I talk about Memphis rap all the time because that shit, it didn't help shape my fucking future. But like, you know, that was probably the first bit of like hip hop that I dived deep into was like, you know, 3-6 and shit from Memphis. And I don't know. Like Mike said, I never thought about fucking... Doing drugs, you know what I'm saying? And three six was talking about these drugs for a while, you know. Even even when my mind was probably shapeable, you know what I'm saying? I still had my parents there to we inform me, you know what I'm saying? I don't like, even think I knew what sipping on some scissors meant. It's kind of right. uncomparable though. You can't really compare our times versus kids now. Yeah, because they have so you much access to everything. Because we right. have iPhones now, and I can just pluck my fucking headphones up and listen to the same song for three hundred thousand times, and you can see everybody that's true. How many times listen to this? Yeah, shit. as opposed to being on as the radio, on the radio. I'm hearing on the radio, or I might have to sneak and listen to this shit with my parents in around because I got to pop it in the CD player with my heads on, with my earphones in the shit. Hey, yeah. I got blow, I got pills, I got anything you need. If you see me in the streets, just holler at me. Throw a dollar at me. You know what I'm saying? That, that yeah, shit came from our that time. Hydro, Sheesh, the weeds. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Listen. I wouldn't I was pay attention to them lyrics. 
Nah, I was listening to him, but I wasn't really listening to him. Hey, I knew enough. I knew how to recite the lyrics, but I probably didn't know. You might know. know I just said exactly what he said, and at that time, I didn't know what that meant. But I know what he was saying now. But then they, but then they dropped the music videos, and then you see everything. Yeah, yeah. But like you were saying, Sauce Walker said he doesn't want. He doesn't subscribe to the idea of overdosing. Yeah. The problem is you're dealing with shit that is supposed to come with a doctor's instructions. Yeah, and, and you're t- dealing with idiots who and, listen to your music, too. Right. Like, and, you can't expect them to no, understand unfortunately, this. Unfortunately, you, you can't. Are and you can't idiots. expect them to, even though you give them the guideline, like, it's not like, oh, yeah, I told you, but if you die, it ain't on me. Yeah, no, it, right. I mean, it's not on me if I tell you or not. Like, right. So at the end of the day, I think, like, he was promoting saying, you know, I don't want to condone, you know, drinking a lot of lean. I only do it whenever I'm trying to relax and I don't do it as often as it's depicted because all you're seeing is what you're getting on the internet, IG, whatever. You don't know day to day. Right. And so, but at the end of the day, you're still dealing with idiots who listen to your music. These young ass kids out here doing whatever, you know, taking all these drugs, overdosing, having opioid addictions or whatever the case may be as they get older. You know, you're dealing with idiots at the end of the day, though. Yeah, of course. Of course. And so, no, I can't blame. Because I listened to all the garbage music in the world growing up, and I didn't want to go It didn't ahead. affect you. It didn't affect me at all. Yeah, no, I still, I got I to gotta play some of the Because I knew what was going to happen if I did any of that stuff. <laughs> right. You were, you know. You're going to get your ass beat. Right. You go out here and cuss at <laughs> Back in my day. <laughs> Back in my <laughs> day, you used, you had a belt you used on you. <laughs> yeah, right. Now you just get your phone taken away. Or a fist, you know, you never know what you might catch. Yeah, nah, man. I don't know, man. I think we it's, it's high time for us to hold somebody accountable. If we're not going to hold the artist to actually create the music, whether or not the industry cares for it or not, like the industry doesn't necessarily call for it. You just do it because it's easy. I don't agree with the idea that it's not the, it's not the artist's fault. Yeah. Because if if you could do something different, you really would do something different. But if you take away half of future discography of the lean slipping and all the the drugs that he's done in those songs, you left with shit. You don't get Fifty Six Nights. You don't get DS Two. You don't get Dirty Sprite. You don't get Monster. You don't get Fifty Six Nights. Dirty Sprite. You don't get a lot. You don't get a lot of those songs. That's what I'm saying. You don't get a lot of these things that are pushing that idea because it's still great music. Don't get me wrong. It's just the message is trash. And he does have a song called Percocet and Stripper Joints. That would probably have to go. And then Percocet, Molly Percocet. I mean, so like in the same instance, like so we're talking drug use. So let's say our brethren. My man that just got arrested not too long ago. He's out. Hey, man, that's just fucked up too. Bro. You know, man, ahead, free man. my man. I think he's out now. If if I hope so, I got if check. Uh, my memory serves me correctly, he is out currently. Uh, on that bullshit. On I mean, that, he has like paid a man. Yeah, yeah. But if he's he out here rapping about beating niggas up all the time, or if he's bigger than me and I ain't got nobody with me, I got to pull out the. You know, that's the same sort of thing. That's the same sort of logic, right? So now, do you necessarily blame him? And he's been in acts, allegedly. Well, I can't even say allegedly, because he actually did it. <laughs> no, he just, I, I he beat the case. I can't use I can't use that same argument against him. Because uh and for those that don't know who we're talking about by now, we're talking about the baby. <laughs> like if you haven't caught on. Uh, but I feel like uh with him, uh he speaks of what he's already done. So he, and he's currently doing, or he, I mean, and but he is reviewable evidence that he's done this. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like a nigga yeah. walked up on him, he knocked him out. 
You, whether or not he yeah, did it, or he was with it, did it. Yeah, you that's don't true. know, but you that's know what's going to happen. Like you said with, with the Trump shit, you know who you go. You know what's going to happen. When you, you picked the right to. one. Picked the right. You picked the right, right one. That's the name of the episode, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you picked the right one. But uh, but within that situation, like you know, that's what he does. Yeah. Everybody else, like we talked about with these drug shit, they don't do this shit. They'll tell you they don't do this shit, and the ones that do this shit, they die. Like the ones that really were on that shit, they were really talking about that shit. That. You see them with a cup all the time, and you know they're doing that yeah, shit. Yeah, like Fredo, rest yeah, in peace, Fredo. Yeah, exactly. It was all them. Like, all the ones that really hey, did. Hey, DJ Screw, bro. Shout out, you know. Rest, rest in peace, Screw. Rest in peace, Screw. But, uh, and that's where I'm like, that's that's always been my thing with rap music as much as I and love Pimpsy. it. Yeah, rest in peace, Pimp C. Uh, but, yeah, that's always been my thing with rap music. But that's neither here nor there, you know. Like, you know, rap music needs to own up for the fact that we they fucked up the black generation for a while. Gangster rap did fuck up. While it did make, while the '80s rap and the '90s raps did make sense, the crack cocaine rap music that made it popular yep. and made it available for people to do the shit did fuck up our community, and they just got on up for what the fuck they did. I'm not saying we're not gonna, because I mean we're America, we're we're Americans. Not even that we're human. We're Americans. We're not gonna stop listening to your music. <laughs> so right. you want to build that? So, way. but own up to what the fuck you don't just say, yo, I ain't had nothing to do with it, or just stay silent. Like say, yeah, I fucked up. So like as an alternative, like the music is supposed to grow as the artist gets older or they just find themselves stuck. Cause like nobody wants to rap about yeah, drugs. Like I juicy mean, like in this instance, I guess Juicy J Juicy J's like what in his forties? Yeah, gotta he's be. gotta be because we're in our third almost in our thirties. He gotta be close to fifty. Because <laughs> <Well, if> <laughs> they were like in their thirties when we were. How old did Jay Z just turn? Shout out Jay, man. Fifties. Shout out Jay, man. Fifties a huge number. Yeah, over the hill, baby. God, so yeah, they gotta be close to fifty. So I can understand why Juicy J would apologize and like, yo, I can't keep rapping about. Smoking weed. Now you can't get people addicted to weed. That's just my whole thing. The other stuff, <laughs> yes, but like, you need to show. I guess as an artist, he does owe it to his younger generation of fans who are coming up. It's like, dude, I'm in my forties now. I don't want to talk bro. about. I'm with, I'm with y'all, but so I mean, like, in that case, right? Do you blame like, like Drake, right, for this emotional time that we're in now? Like a lot of hip hop now, you know, you do hear. Uh, like emo, I guess like yes. this emo rap or whatever. You, there's a lot of like you oh, know, yeah. there's a lot of people still talking about drugs and shit, right? But like, yeah, I was talking to my man today. Like, so like last year, I know we we in 2020, but like 2019 for me, like the number one album for 2019 for me was probably um, Everything's for Sale by Boogie, right? Like I listened to a lot of hip hop albums in 2019. Like I say, uh, Boogie, Everything's for Sale. Y'all niggas probably don't even know what that is, but I mean like. You know, that was an album about a breakup, right? And yeah. prior to that, like, I was listening to some of his shit today. Like, he'd been talking about the same girl for, like, four projects. You know what I'm saying? And maybe for me that shit is relatable, so that's why I think, like, the album is so good. But, I mean, like, relatable or not, like, this is good music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he he yeah, was yeah. able to get, like, legitimate bars. He was able to form, like, legit music, right? 808s and Heartbreaks came out. You know, you get just a lot of shit where, like, Drake, like, Kanye really started this shit. And, like, I'm pretty sure niggas was talking about breakups before that in rap, you know, obviously in R&B. Um, but, I mean, like, I feel like somebody like Drake probably made it more popular to, like, tap into them parts of your emotions. Yeah. So, do you blame Drake for, like, motherfuckers being sad now? You know, like... 
Oh. Addressing toxic masculinity, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, Drake's you, a toxic masculinity person, so I'm saying, but do you do you, uh, do, you but, do you put that on him? It's the same way, like you you watch Law and Order. This motherfucker been on forever. That's true. Where motherfuckers is out here killing people. That's true. Do you blame Law and Order for somebody out here becoming a uh, a serial killer? No, because that just gives them the false impression that they're smarter than the cops, and that's never the case. Um, for, like I, like, I know you're not comparing Law and Order to Drake. No, 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 no. I mean, no he's just saying like the influence, the influence. You're talking about influence. I'm saying like, like the influence. I just, just want to make sure. Right. No, no, cool. no, no. I just I'm saying this is sure. something that's been on tripping. forever. Where just, like I've seen Law and Order for my whole life. You know what I'm saying? I you, still ain't never went out here to fucking. No, because you're not trying to commit a crime. That's not my value. You know what I'm saying? I know you value. I know the difference between right and wrong. Same way as if I listen to Future. Yeah, I know every fucking lyric to the song. This shit, the shit you rapping about being high on. Codeine sounds amazing when it comes it to does. my AirPods, but I'm not the fuck. I'm not, I'm not to trying to be high. Make my codeine. Sprite dirty. Like yeah. I'm good on that. That is very true. And I, like I said, it goes back to you dealing with idiots. On the, I, uh, I feel like that's who you gotta end. hold. Account. I mean, like I'm sorry if you listen you, to this. Yes, if you're at the idiot, end of the day, yes, you, you do have to hold yourself accountable. accountable. It's the same thing what you say about like the nigga that sells the drugs, right? He's just trying to. We we understand the position that a, uh, somebody can be in to sell drugs, right? We get it, but is is the pusher man the, the issue? I mean, he can be. Yeah, pusher man should have. What, what you, I'm asking you. We, you and I have talked about this in yeah, the past. Yeah, responsibility. The pusher man has responsibility. Either he's but who's, but who's money he's making back? Who's the most the honest though? The yeah. idiots or the pusher man? What do you mean? If I if the product is not there, I can't be exposed to it. So how's the honest going to be on me? I'm just asking you a question. So I'm saying it's, a, it's, it's, the, pusher it's man? the pusher man. Yeah, just like it, like you I said guess. with Drake being emotional and shit. Like as the pusher like, man, he's yeah, yeah. Because you said it, y'all, y'all saying if you talking about the dumb people that do the shit because they are easily influenced by the shit yeah. that's put out. You can't blame the ignorant for not knowing, but they know better. How do, do I know better? I feel like you know better not to do drugs. Nobody bro. knew about no you, no no you, no, no, you no, know, no you know no, not no. to fucking if a motherfucker kill somebody tells me, and try to beat the cops like you saw them on order because I've seen it. But if you tell me all I've been doing is drinking Robitussin so I can get over a cough and that's all I know I, that it does to me, and then you come in and somebody else tell me, oh, this is promethazine, which is 10 times like Robitussin. This should get rid of your cough for so forever. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. You feel me? <laughs> like, no, you sell like, me on that. This should get rid of your cough for forever, bro. Right. Just oh, take word. it. I don't want no more cough. Whenever. You won't even have a cough anymore. You won't have, you won't have shit. <laughs> I don't want no more cough. You shit. won't even. <laughs> yeah, right? You ain't going to cough no more. Cough. All I'm saying if you take is, too much of it, you, I, I guarantee, I guarantee you, you, guarantee you, you won't cough ever. But what I'm saying is those that take the shit when they were doing it did not know what they were doing. That's true. They wouldn't do it if they weren't exposed to it, or they had a less likely opportunity. Like a less you also have a choice whether you get exposed to it or not. Uh, I think at the end of the day, once you get exposed to it, now you have a choice. The, who dropped crack in the hood? Uh, you know, but you still had the choice. But you still have a choice. You still have a choice, though. Now you still have a choice. Now there's nothing. Now there's one thing that yes. there is not a choice. I mean, we've already that's already been discussed. <laughs> but you do have a choice. I think honestly. Now, granted, when you were down to your last, like, I got to know what you were going through. And this is sad that I'm laughing about this. Like, in my mind, in my brain, in my 2020 brain, 
I'm trying to figure out what lows do I have to go to to where I'm like I bro, need. I don't even want to know them shits, dog. To smoke a crack, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know. know how low I like, can go. Like in my brain, in my brain, I've been low. In my brain, I've been low. From where I'm at now, only up is there. <laughs> right. But man, I, I, if I, I am down. Do listen, if I am down to whatever I, whatever my last option is, smoking a crack, rock is the last of the last of right. the last options that I would ever go through. Um, baby, I don't got no ends. I'm asked <laughs> out. I'm asked out because, yeah. But I mean, I, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I just feel you know that I, I do appreciate what he's doing. Is a little too late for him to do it. I think new niggas need to do that shit. Step up, Juicy J. I'm speaking of. Uh, just to end that whole thing, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, but uh, yes, Drake did usher in this new age of soft. Is rap. it really soft? The shit that he first put out. Like the comeback season stuff? No, no, no. I'm or like his first commercial uh, shit. Like, uh, I feel like, yeah, anything oh, emotional, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm putting it on Drake. I'm, I'm saying like anything, emo- anything emotional. Because, because, I, because I've said post, it. Uh, what was the name of his album? Uh, what is that? Not the, uh, not. Uh, I'm looking at Marcus. What, his first Thank album? Thank Me Later? Thank Me Later. Not Thank Me Later, the one before that. I mean, that was his first like commercial like album. You talking about like uh, what was the one before that? That's just sad. And Drake is like the yeah. biggest star, and we don't even That's know. Sad his for catalog. me. That's crazy. That's I just it just slipped my brain. What is it? It's so far gone. Okay, so there far it is. Gone, yeah. Dang, I didn't even realize. It's I was like, what's up? Get out of here, dog. Like, what is that? You can hate all you want, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Drake is Drake, bro. Like, what can we do, bro? Like, hey, listen, man. you're right. Forgive <laughs> us for not knowing his catalog. I didn't even. I said, thank me later. Listen, I ain't mad. I, oh man, that's funny, man. So I mean, so forget about it's not really I'm soft. I'm not even. Like, yeah, I got bullshit. I go to that shit. I think it is soft though. So far gone was pretty soft. I think it of, is soft. Of, of, because of what do you mean by in. what do you mean by soft? Especially though? like I said today, listening to Boogie, and I can admit that this shit is about a breakup. And he had fucking four albums. I mean, like four projects. Okay, I won't say that's albums. A little obsessive. Four projects about like the same. Like he mentioned the same girl's name <laughs> over and over. You know what I'm saying? It's just like he. Who else can you? I mean, like Drake is the biggest fucking artist in the world. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like he tapped into emotions. That made mm-hmm. it pop, you know what I'm saying? He made it. He made it a thing. Yes. I mean, before that, I mean, like you, you know, like Jay Z is a goat, right? At yes. some point, you know, he was t- he wasn't he was he was never really talking about like selling drugs, like fucking Pusha T might or like even that's true. You know what I'm saying? He he was never at it like that level. But I mean, he still talked about what he might have or may he have not done at a, a certain time. Like you no, got niggas did, coming yeah. out now that you know like. This nigga made four albums about a breakup. Like that's in a, a certain part of his mind or his emotions that you have to like. Even if you don't blame, even if it's not Drake, right? Yeah. Like that's why I purposely said like 808s and heartbreaks. Like this is a fucking album about. <laughs> even the title itself is like it just Kanye lets you know what this shit was about, right? Yeah. So it's just like. Even at that point, right? Like this shit is starting to, you know, we're ushering it into a different, a different space. I mean, like if, if these niggas didn't show you how it could pop off, with you tapping into these, into these emotions, <laughs> yeah. Then, but what makes it soft though? Is it not like what makes it soft? Because I mean, if it's not you like, because DMX does the prayer thing, yeah. Is that a soft song? Of course not. Huh? 
course not. Okay, so what makes it? That's <laughs> so, so what I was about to say. Like DMX has this some. DMX. DMX has some soft songs Son where he's sweat. rapping about somebody. Or uh, man, even when Drake is in his, even when he's in his bag of bags, it's a, it's a, of so bars maybe that it's he may or may not have written. To answer your question, it's his delivery. His delivery is the softness. It's not necessarily the shit he speaks about because he is a very diverse person about money, cars, and hoes. He's a misogynistic person. Yes, he is. His bars is basically what rap is. Who has feelings? It's just the. the uh, Everybody got the feelings, bro. This is how you put them in, if you put them in the records and shit. Puts them out but there. But he tapped into those feelings. But he puts it out That's there emotional. in a way that, like, Casey and JoJo would respect. Right, exactly. But also, like, <laughs> the thugs would respect. The same, well. like, the, have you seen her? Tell me, have you seen her? Like, you know what I'm saying? These are, like, good R&B songs that this nigga made into the same rap shit. Now, the you know Marvin's Room thing and, like, picking up a woman's phone and all that stuff. That sort that of came stuff. Later. That came later, yeah. You know, that came later, and then that really showed, I think, that's what made it to the point where it's like, oh, wow, he ain't, like, just going through the hurt, heartbreak. He trying to find out some stuff. He's going through a phone. He's doing this. You know, he's doing stuff real brothers ain't going to do out here. Right. In public. In public. Yeah. They won't say that. In they, public. They ain't going to say that. They ain't going to tell you they did, right? They ain't going to say that. No, I ain't do that you shit. You know, I ain't do none of that. But behind closed doors, I did some of that. Right. Um, but he just made it okay. I think once he started doing it, and he's the number one artist in the game, everybody else is draking and driving. Draking and, and driving. Yeah. I've been guilty of that. You, uh, you got to see his, we all? Uh, <laughs> that Rat Radar uh, interview. I saw, of of I saw I bits and pieces of it. I saw bits and pieces of it. I do. I, I'm definitely planning. I'll probably watch the shit after this. I do want to watch the whole shit. Two I don't know if I can watch the whole thing. Long <laughs> time. That's what I'm saying. Two hours. How can you interview time. somebody for two hours? Hey, we and, and, I'm, and I'm into that shit. <laughs> I'm really into that shit, but I was like, I don't. But it's like I don't no. Know. But like in the same thing though, it's like it's nah. not an interview. It's like a vibe. It's not like, and I don't know if that was no. It wasn't to me. So I think that whole rap radar shit was a big. Hey Drake, we just want to suck you off real quick. Oh, and if you want to pause, you want to pause. You can pause if you want to. But I think that, I think the rap writer just got the opportunity, and they were like, "All right, we're gonna do this," and they didn't ask the hard questions. Yeah, because there came in that joint. There was one segment I wanted to talk about, and it was about the push the T shit. Yeah, I did want to. Yeah, where Drake did not fully address that he got his ass beat. Well, I mean, and I heard his excuse for it. Right, it was somewhere along the lines of. Well, I can't really respect what he does because I don't believe half the stuff he does. Now, conspiracy theorist me says that Terrence was rapping about everything <laughs> that he saw Gene doing. Um, you know, and that could be neither here nor there. We don't I, know. I, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. I don't know what they did prior to this success that they've had, but for him to say that, for Drake to say that, you know, it's the easy way out and people are going to, you know... Always stand up for him, Jay Prince, um, amongst other people, and have his back. But at the end of the day, he got his ass whooped. He should just, yeah, he got the best of me. I had some shit, but they had some shit too. So, you know, I, you should bow out gracefully, take the L. Because at this pushing. point, it was, at this point, it's not gonna hurt you. It's not gonna affect your career, Listen, man. Because you're Drake. Like at this now, now that everybody knows you have a kid, the only thing you can't do now is be Chris Brown to beat somebody. Listen, that was the best That's line the thing in can't twenty. Do. But can you blame somebody for like a ca- for a caveat though? A caveat though. <laughs> I mean, because like he did say he got the best of me, but the caveat would be, but I bowed out gracefully. 
you were hiding a child at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, like, but, I, but like, I don't but think see, he's... that's no, the only stuff that he addressed. He didn't say shit about how Noah, and them, when all that other shit came out, that's why, that's nothing I, they didn't touch on. Mm-hmm. That they didn't ask him about, oh, so, like... What about your homeboy What's being up with your man's over here snitching on you? Is that real? Of course, we wouldn't expect Drake to answer that shit anyway, but I would at least like to ask, like, see the question be brought up or the conversation had, though. Well, they got to get softballs, though. Yeah, that's real life, though, right? I mean, yeah, like, real life stuff, too. That, that ain't really, like, no rap cool, I'm sorry to tell you, but, like, every I mean, nigga... fuck if you want to be Everybody, guy? you got you got a crew, bro. Somebody yeah. in your crew is a nigga that's going to tell that you got it, that you, you're not. But so, somebody in your crew would be the one to tell somebody that you had cool hiding a kid. You know what I'm saying? That, is that, is, is that necessarily livest. needs to be addressed? Uh, Yeah. Because it seemed like all of his his energy and shit was focused at Kanye. Yeah, it was. So you're going to tell me all this bullshit that you put towards Kanye's way was not warranted, but you're not going to address the fact that it wasn't warranted. And you're going to let that nigga die on the hill by himself where he's over this motherfucker crazy because he got you talking about you're going to pull up, make a right at the light and shit. If If I can get on this podcast and agree with you when you say, if my homeboy fucked my girl... And he told me that he fucked my girl, and I'm cool with it because now I understand that she ain't the girl for me. Then I can't. Then I can also get on the same podcast and be like, "Man, shit, if that's my nigga. He fucked up some shit. I'm not. I'm not about to address my nigga for fucking up some shit. We gonna handle that on our own." Yeah, okay. I mean, it's just it's the same thing. I feel you. I ain't expecting to answer it. I gotta say, I don't expect so Drake, you expect, don't yeah, expect so Drake you to give me it's shit. It's cool for them to Drake. ask it. It's cool right. for them to ask it, but he don't have to answer it. Right. I just wanted to see it like, oh. But they probably discussed that before. Yeah, of course. Before yeah. they even went on camera. Then like, yeah, the whole thing you? where like Drake probably fucking, you know, scripted the whole thing anyways. So, you know what I'm saying? If, if you as my man did some fuck shit to me and, you know, we maybe we addressed it, maybe we didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, in terms of on the fuck, if you as really my man's like, and I'm fucking Drake, the biggest fucking artist on the planet. No, we not. What we not doing is we not talking about Coot on this fucking interview. You know that's what I'm saying? That's very true. Or, yeah, that's very true. That's we gonna talk gonna about me. And I, I feel like Forty is really his fucking man. So yeah, you know, he got caught up with some pillow talking bullshit. But what we not gonna do is I'm not gonna, not gonna my talk about. I'm not, the, I'm not gonna continue to drive the bus. That you know, this nigga already threw me under. We off that. <laughs> Fuck this nigga for bringing this shit up. <laughs> Should have said that, but I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> or that, yeah. It it's, it's a lot of touches in this conversation. It is because, <laughs> like, been there. Look how the rolls. Look how it comes back around. Look how it comes back around. Yeah. All I'm saying is, man, Drake, take the L. It's okay to lose. Like, don't be so prideful. You lost, brother. You lost. And for all of those who are condoning that, it's that he know he can't take L. To hell with y'all too. That's what I'm right. Uh, so yeah, man. You know, I don't know. That was all my all I want to talk about in that interview, man. I don't know. Um, we'll never know who really snitched. Um, we'll never know anything about Drake if he was gonna get that Adidas deal or not. Forty. Shout out to forty. Forty water. <laughs> uh, you guys see the backlash that? Uh, well, not the backlash. The bullshit that was directed at our queens of R and B, Ari Lennox and uh, Tiana Taylor. Yo, about them. Somebody I went to college with. Knows the guy. I think he went to NC State. Really? Yeah, that was wild. Like, I saw it on Twitter, and it came on my feed. And I look at the guy, and I was like, I think I know this guy. Yeah. And I saw, like, the NC State thing, and then I was looking, going through the years, and he knows all the people that I know. And I'm like, yo, you know, 
Did you shoot your man a message? Oh, he might not be a nah, man. No, nah, he's not my man. <laughs> so he's a man's is my man's. So man's your man's. So these are like two degrees of separation. Um, but yeah, it was just one of those things like you look at it and you comparing our women, like all our women are amazing. All our women are queens to like an animal. Like I that don't really, that don't really do it for me, bro. Doing too much, bro. Like, I get it, you clout chasing or whatever the heck you doing, it's not cool. Like, it's not cool at all. Because both the women are beautiful. Like, they are beautiful. They are fucking bro. beautiful. They both beautiful. of them. Tiana Taylor to me is beautiful as hell. But if somebody says she look like a. <laughs> I mean, I. Oh, come on. You said come on, bro. So now, now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I feel I like. Feel I, look at myself one, though, and I look at myself in the mirror. I'm okay, not going to say that. I'm fucking popping. But you know what I'm saying? I got a fresh haircut. I feel like I look good. I'm exactly. gonna tell you I look like Franklin the Turtle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a difference though. Oh, are you comparing are you comparing, are you comparing black kings to animals? Oh gosh. What the fuck? No. What are you so talking now, about? now now what's the difference though? Because that's, that's what I'm saying. I what is the difference? It becomes women, a stereotype. Because they're so like they're so either fetishized or they're degraded. Nah, bro. Like how often do you hear about like I guess in this instance, right? Ari Lennox went on IG Live like she always does and said, yeah. you know, you never hear about you hardly ever hear about white men calling white you know, women white whatever. women looking like Rottweilers. You never hear about Hispanic men talking about, you know, talking calling their women Rottweiler looking not necessarily that they are dogs, but just that they look, look in the like face. Like a Rottweiler. And so I think that's where her hurt was coming from because it's like we're the only race. That's bullshit, though, in my opinion. That <laughs> because that was going to be like, my well, question. Because is that the bullshit? Is that really a big that? thing for us to talk about? Not necessarily us in this conversation, but as it, to be a culture conversation uh, about our opinion on... Our women? Yes. No, that, um, that's bullshit because 30 minutes ago, I just when we were talking about Twitter, right? I said I follow 80% of black Twitter, and y'all said that shit is high, right? That's so, low. I was actually low. I, I mean, excuse me, low. Yeah, the, yeah. the non-black is high. So... <laughs> that is very low. No, oh, you're talking about, say, yeah, 80% is if, low. If you say 80% yeah, yeah, is yeah. low, right? Yeah. If we talk about something on Twitter, how in the fuck would you, who don't even follow 20% non-black people on Twitter, know true. what the fuck white people tweet about they, about they women? That's very true. You know what I'm saying? Like... Unless now, if this shit was like, what I can understand is how the media flips shit, how the media blows something up. Yeah. So what I don't know is if fucking rap, not rap, um, the Shave Room or World Star. I, what I don't know is if they blew the shit up. So I can't speak on that. Well, but yeah. if, a big if, if Ari Lennox saw this shit and then decided to jump on her fucking IG Live or whatever the shit, yeah, now you have officially blew it up. And you can't blow it up and say... That we don't hear this from other people's shit. If you're the one that blew it up, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get that. Because we wouldn't know what they talk about on Twitter, anyways, because we no. don't see the shit. Yeah, unless it gets retweeted onto your timeline. That's and what I'm this instance, it got about a cool a few hundred. It got a few. Well, you don't think it's a toxic like, white man out here saying that? It, it probably that his is. Girl, but like they a, a bot. But they're normally hiding behind a bot. They're like a Russian bot, or they try to hide themselves as a black person. Oh, you saying this niggas is dumb? No, huh? What do you mean? He's no, saying, I'm saying like saying no, like when they do the bot stuff and like they try to like, yeah, 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 yeah. Hype, they try to stereotype a tweet right. and they be like, man, this dude, this a bot. This ain't even somebody real. This but is, a, it is but man, it listen, is. Bro. It is Keanu somebody Taylor real. Taylor talked about in every person's group chat ever in this room. Anybody listening to? Well, anybody of uh, 
Any black king that's listening to Any this black shit, kings and black you know what I'm saying? Tiana Taylor is mentioned kings, in yeah. your in your fucking group chat, and somebody in that group chat feels some type of way about her the way she looks in the face. Whereas, Probably so. That's what I'm saying. Just just because this nigga but that th- your person might know decided to put it on Twitter. I think he just. I think the way that he said it, like Rottweilers, like you could have just said Man. they're just not cute. Nah, bro. Who am I to say? Ugly. Who am I to tell you what to tweet, bro? If somebody thinks she looks like right. A, who if, if somebody thinks she look like a dog, just like some motherfucker think I look like Franklin the Turtle. <laughs> who has called do? you Franklin the Turtle? That's what I want to know. Matter right right right. Who cares? I got that shit a lot growing up. <laughs> I, mean, I got a round fucking head. Now I'm bald. Maybe yeah. I really do look like that motherfucker. I don't give a fuck. Cause I get smart, believe that. <laughs> but if that is funny, man. I'm being dead ass, just like Tiana Taylor. Get her. Somebody thinks she look like a dog, but that motherfucker. Um, uh, who Iman is Shepard. um? Oh, Iman Shepard. Oh, Shepard. Oh, yeah. Babies. That motherfucker don't think she look like a dog. Hey, listen. There's a lot of people. And if he do, he still gave her a fucking baby. So what the fuck? Where we at with it? Now you mad? Cause niggas think you look like a dog. Get the fuck out of here. So that was my question. Are we too soft now? Uh, bro, that shit no, is very soft, bro. I, you know what? I think the access of information has caused us to sort of either normalize it, be numb to it, or just be oversensitive to anything. Um, so it leaves a lot of room for interpretation. There's not a lot of tone that's going through a tweet unless it's in all caps. Um, I seen somebody say Tiana Taylor's the sexiest man in the music, <laughs> and, and and everybody ha ha that shit. But now now somebody say she it is it's that all is pretty bad. It's, it's all, all bad. Terrible. Yeah, there's I'm no not, gray area. I'm not for that. I'm not dis, you know I'm not dismissing it, but I, at the same time, you know, we get on here now. We talk about preference. We talking about like what we would and what we're not attracted to. You can't go around it's like yeah, if, you know what I'm saying like. We're not we're not comparing black women to anything. No, we're not. Black queens to anything. But we're I just think... saying. Well, not we. That motherfucker said. <laughs> yeah, me. go ahead. And that, put that disclaimer. Right, right, right. Bring that shit back. What he said was what he said. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of times you do have that that group though that that echoes the same that echoes the same sentiment. Oh, he ain't the only one. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, of, and they're really loud. They're really loud on like Twitter. Said, though. Like, like you said, he's the right. Well, he was the right one at that yeah. moment. He, he was decided the right to one. tweet it. He was the right one. So now hey, these he guys, tweeted man. about him and the delegation that believe that shit. But that, course, that applies to all of us as black men. Not, but you know what happens though? That's the I think that's also what ends up happening, especially with us. I think our our race, we do a lot of you know, and let me be careful about how I word this, because a lot of times the women that I talk to, they'll be like, Oh, you know, you sound like you're putting us down. When in actuality, all I just really want is both sides to not uplift the other by putting the other side down. Um, and so I think that's what ends up happening a lot of times. So like in the instance like this where we're calling Ari Lennox and Tiana Taylor Wattweilers in the face, some people may have looked at it as a joke. Other people may have taken it real serious. The first thing that the women do, what do they go to? Click on my man's profile. Yeah. Right. Oh, now you got this motherfucker! Like, like it doesn't get us anywhere. At the end of the day, can't win for losing. Like you bro. can't win for like in that case, you can't win for losing because the first thing that they're going to. And just twenty minutes ago, you may have found the brother cute, but now he says something. Well, I mean, that's possible. You took it. You could you could be ugly after you say some crazy shit. And most of the dudes who do say stuff like that it really don't. Yeah, they're they don't under, really. Yeah, under, whatever self esteem, yeah. self confidence issues, mental issues that they're going through. Yeah, that's on them. 
But like, you know, that's the first thing. Like, and then same instance for women. All I see is women bashing men all the time on Twitter. And I'll just be like, bruh, ain't that many terrible men out here in the world. Some of it may be jokes, but 99, like if you had a, a number, I forgot what Juvenile said. Something about 55% of these women is hoes. And the other 45. Other 45% <laughs> yeah. be playing their role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't think of the men's part, but it is the same ratio. Right, right, In right. the same sort of context. But, uh, like, the women, they, all they do is just bash men, bash men, bash men, put men down. It's like, damn, ain't every brother out here bad. This is true. Now, every brother may have been bad to you. Mm. Or mm. whatever your thought process was about said brothers that have come into your life. And a lot of bad, people have a lot of bad experiences. You know how many animals I've seen the baby be compared to? (laughs) He got compared to the PT Cruiser. Now ask me, how many? He got compared to a PT Cruiser. No, but we're going to keep it on animals, right? Because that's... that's, that's, (laughs) What difference does it make? No, that makes a difference because apparently that's that's the issue. You know what I'm saying? What do you get compared to? A fucking pit bull, a fucking yeah. A, oh, one of the, oh, the bully, I know exactly the bully what you're mice about. off of Tom and Jerry. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's a cartoon animal, but it's still you know what I'm saying. Regardless, now ask me how many times I've seen this nigga get on his IG live and be like, "Oh, y'all, y'all comparing me to animals." Yeah, you know that's what I'm true. saying. Yeah, so it all comes if, from if, a if it comes to like sensitivity, I mean, like yes, she took it. Whatever this motherfucker said, she got sensitive about it. Felt the need to fucking. Publicize it. Yeah. She has a right to say something. And now she has a right to. She does, but I'm just saying. Now we talking about it on our podcast. Yeah. And other people with this with the similar podcast, they probably talking about the same shit. Right. So, because you brought it to our attention. Yeah. So let me ask you. So if a brother came out and was just like the same sort of instance, like a public figure, mm-hmm. whoever it may be, they do the same thing. Now what happens? Then the question would still need to be had: Is are we in sensitive times? I mean, because that's 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 what we're talking about here. I don't think everybody's... My brother came out and said that shit. He's very sensitive. Why? Because of the society standards that we have today. Okay. What about your standards? What about your standards, though? If a dude came out and said he's sad about people calling him, telling him that he looks like a fucking dodo bird or some shit. I mean, because when niggas say I look like Franklin the Turtle, you know, that shit kind of fucked me up. At first, right? (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, I I, I still didn't fucking... when was this? Back in the day when niggas was writing notes in fucking conversations yeah, yeah, yeah. books? Yeah, yeah, You're not yeah, going to yeah, find true. no composition that's fucking that's notepad where I was like, oh, man, girl in fifth period, so I look like Franklin the Turtle. Hey, but you live and you but see, But see, but see, when we was kids, I don't know about you, when I was a kid, when you got the bus in the morning, when you got to school, there was always that cafeteria table where everybody was joking. When you was at lunchtime, it was always that cafeteria where everybody was joking. When you got out the house, you get in the neighborhood, everybody was jonesing on somebody. And now that same fucking cafeteria now, table is Twitter. So, and now, yeah. when back then, the only way to get rid of, the, like, to not get yourself involved in that shit was to ignore it or walk away from that shit. Yeah. There is a power in your hand of closing the motherfucking apps. You don't have to sit there and look at all this shit and look at people talk about you. Because at the end of the day, somebody's going to have something to say, something, have something to say about you. Yeah. At, there's... Whatever the saying, however the saying goes, some however many people know you, somebody doesn't know you, some people like you, whatever people like, whatever the fuck it is. I have it next week, I don't know. Uh, but uh, I just think that now you have the ability to close the shit and ignore shit more. But we're so it's a hypersensitivity going on around now, and we've been dealing with it for a while since we've had social media that. When someone says something bad about you, it's like, oh, I got to go on a tear and just let people know how they made me feel because I don't want you to talk about me like that anymore, but you still have the freedom of speech. 
Yeah, and I think nowadays. So when you gonna grow some grow a pair and take that? There's no, but there's take no that, face-to-face communication nowadays either. Everything is like I said. There's no tone. So like back in the day, we could joke, and you grow up together. Nowadays, these kids are on Twitter. They're not even on Twitter. They're on what is that new thing? TikTok. TikTok's a shit. They're on TikTok. We gotta get a TikTok. The bootleg, <laughs> the bootleg Vine. Um, Vine shout right? out to Vine, man. Vine, freaking walk. I'm not getting, I'm not getting on that soapbox, but you know, shout out to Vine walk. So TikTok could fly, but yeah, <laughs> straight up, like me. TikTok, Snapchat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like these kids don't communicate with one another. Like they don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to be playful and understand. Like, yeah, we're not trying to be mean. Like these kids nowadays, these kids are mean. They'll say the meanest thing to you. Not knowing what the consequences are. They're lucky they underage. Right. But, like, there is a sense of that these kids growing up, us, we've sort of fallen to that trap now because it's easier to just talk on Twitter as opposed to picking up the phone or hanging out where you could just plan stuff like that. Nowadays, we're tweeting, we're IG DMing. There's, niggas don't even ask people's numbers anymore. They ask for your IGs. So all of that sort of plays into it where you're not getting that face-to-face interaction and you're not understanding tone and you're not understanding people's situations and where they're coming from. And you're dealing with it a constant... As a celebrity, you're dealing with a constant barrage of it. Like, you don't see... You can scroll through 2,000 positive tweets, but all you see is the 15,000 negative tweets about you. And so you build that up in your head, and then it just ends up being to where oh, all these people, all they do is just hate me. They don't like my face. They don't like my shape. They don't like my skin color. I'm too dark-skinned. My hair is too nappy. My hair is this. My hair is that. And you don't know these people. So naturally, anytime somebody can come up to you and say something, you can snap. Whether it be via Twitter, you'd much rather be yeah. via Twitter nope, as Twitter. opposed yeah, yeah. to physically... Having somebody running up in their face and shit, putting hands on somebody. Um, But yeah, we are in a hypersensitive world. I think everybody's sort of PC is you can't find things, which leads back to your original topic of joking about certain things. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. Listen, uh, I might get killed for this one, but women are very emotional, and I think. When you see, like you said, 25,000 people telling you that negativity, whereas only 10,000 people telling you that positivity, shit, the ratio doesn't add up enough for her, that person, to ignore all that negative shit. But then at the end of the day, if if they had like 60,000 people telling them positive shit and they still had that 5% of negativity, they're still going to look at that 5,000 negativity and shit, 5,000, 5%, whatever, fuck, just numbers and shit. I feel like society makes women emotional. Really? Yeah, explain that. I can't. I'm not a woman, so I can't. I can't debate that with you. I'm not a woman, but uh, as a man, I mean, I'm cleared up because, like, (coughs) I feel like people are emotional. To say, to say, women are emotional might not be PC. Like, I feel like what we were just talking about earlier in terms of like, if the baby got on here and was complaining about uh, people say he looked like what they say he looked like. I mean, you, you stated that that would make him very emotional. Due to society, I feel like as a man, like, you know, we can we can think about what society may feel like in terms of emotions. But I mean, like th- the same way, like Drake made the shit popular because he would he tapped into it and released it on a record. He wasn't the first nigga to be to feel this way. He just happened to be 
and he he wasn't the first one to even release it. I'm just saying, like, he just happened to be the first. He just happened to be the person to release it to the masses to make it popular. But like, every nigga before him felt the same way. But they had yeah. the they made the conscious decision. Well, like, no, nah, I'm not even gonna put this shit out there. I'm not even gonna put myself out there in this in this light. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna talk about something else, whether it be their own life or somebody else's life. But you know what I'm saying? People people are just emotional. That's true. We all have been. I think we all are. And it, it goes to show, just like the same topic. Like, yes, motherfuckers say the baby look like this. Yes, I've seen what motherfuckers say Tiana Taylor look like this. And it just so happened to be like a, a, a female happened to be the one to react to it. Maybe it's the times or maybe it's where we're at with it. it is. But, you know what I'm saying? Just like, I don't know. Because I think like you've got everybody on one side or the other. Like, so you got the women who always feel as though it's a personal attack and you got those who are more moderate you got those who kind of eh and you got the, got the fellas over there who's just a joke and so then you got those who are just actually are trying to be meanful mean and hurtful to these people yeah but I mean that's gonna you gonna see we've seen that since like time began like that's that should not be anything new to us now but when it's like, constantly thrown like, at you though it's just kind of hard for me, all I see is men are terrible. Men are terrible. Men are terrible. Men are, I'm like, bruh. But you know they're not. Because you're at not a, a terrible man. It's not. Yeah, I'm not a terrible man. So you're living proof that yeah. it's bullshit. So at the same time, and the mentions, I mean, you know. To, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, to understand, like, from whatever that I sit back and look at that six brown chicks Twitter handle, and every Wednesday they come up, I don't know if they've got writers or what, but... Like, they put stories out of people doing trifling things. And it's the same sort of thing. I'm like, damn. Okay, maybe I'm not that bad. I may be bad at certain things. <laughs> no, nah, the way that these stories get conjured up, like, these dudes are the worst of the worst. And I'm trying to figure out for myself, where are my friends who I follow on Twitter or my friends in, in real life running into dudes like this? And am I that kind of person? And it causes for some self-reflection, but... If you're constantly barraged with it, you will become sensitive to him. Like, hey, listen, I wish I'd just stop saying y'all. <laughs> right. <laughs> or all. Like, stop using. Stop over, over generalizing. Stop, yeah. yeah, stop generalizing four or five out of the entire race. 30. <laughs> right. And associate them with every male behavior possible. Because a motherfucker be over in goddamn Texas talking about some motherfucker. I ain't never seen you like that. I love my queen. Yeah, like, what you talking about? <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's the same shit, about? like, you know, like, me and Koo, we listen to Joe Button podcast. I don't know if Mike does, but, like, you know, at the end of the podcast, like, I don't know what they might call it, but, you know, I call it, like, the women's accountability fucking poem where, you know, Joe goes through this whole shit about, like, she's not this, she's that. And, I mean, like, it's the same thing what you say. Like, you see more about, like, men are trash. You know, that type of shit is thrown at you. Whereas, you know, like you might not see the same shit about, like, the particular women that are trash. I follow some out upstanding brothers that uplift all of their new Exactly, queens. exactly. They, they wouldn't even, even want to do some shit like that. But at the end of the day, like, just like some men are trash, some women are trash. Yeah. So it just, it, it is what it is. Like, exactly. welcome to the fucking yeah, world. Yeah, we just can't man. ignore the bullshit. Yeah. That's yeah, true. <laughs> you can't ignore it. You can bypass it, but I mean, like, you, you can't be completely ignorant to it. Like, yeah, this yeah, shit does fucking exist. Yeah, you have to understand exist. that this stuff does happen and it does exist. And there are mean people out here. And I don't know what his intentions were, but whatever it was, he got his ass lit up on Twitter. Right. And you gotta be careful with that. Right. 
Hey man, I don't think that neither one of them look like dogs. But if you think neither they look do like dogs, I, I, I don't do got nothing I. to do with that. But I'm not who. At the same time, we are nobody to tell you what your preference. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't got, yeah, well, I'm, I'm not here to tell you your preference. Yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course. But there was a better word choice that you could use. I mean, but that's how you see it. That's how you see it. If you think she looked like that, that's what you think she looked like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which is but you could have just said she's ugly, man. I mean, you could. You could but have, you, but you, you got to know how could, ugly she you is. You could also say she looked like something worse than a fucking Rottweiler. Uh, are there too many things that are worse than a Rottweiler? I mean, man, some, some people like love Rottweilers and think they're the cutest dogs yeah, on the planet. She like so. a goddamn... Uh, <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, it's very true. They see you could look like a motherfucker. What is that? What is that? You could look like a lot of shit, B. Yeah, it is very true. We'd be like, yo, I don't know what the fuck she got going on. Did he capitalize Rottweiler? I don't even I know. Don't know. I, think he, I think he probably did. I'm saying my god sister got a Rottweiler and she loved that motherfucking dog. She probably <laughs> think it's the cutest dog on the block. So if you say if you say Tiana Taylor look like a Rottweiler, she probably like shit. <laughs> uh, probably I'm gonna go out on a limb and say 96%. She probably won't react how you think she will react. I, I, maybe. Who am I to say? You know I don't saying? know what your expectation. Because I don't think Tiana Taylor looks like a pit bull. I exactly. mean, a fucking Rottweiler. That's true. Mm. I also right. don't think I look like Franklin the Turtle, so. Is he back, Leo? Whoever called Whoever you told that. Whoever told this man, hey, yo, you need to apologize. Listen, nah, whatever don't, brothers don't, out don't, there down there in Charleston. I don't give a fuck what you think I look like. Remember that. Charleston, don't listen to either Louisiana, one of these motherfuckers if you think Bones? I look like. Was it in Charlotte? Huh? Was it in Charlotte? No, nah, no. Nah, this, was, this was like back in the Jeep. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, I, I didn't care. Well, maybe I did care it in, but I really. It still stuck with you to this day. These are facts, though. Somebody never said you look like something? Yeah, DeRozan for like the last 12, 15 years. I mean, because you do kind of like DeRozan. I get but, that. But like, who am I to say? What's wrong with like, me saying you like DeMar DeRozan? But I don't like when I see you, I don't say, oh, what's up, Franklin the Turtle? I would, that's not like most I'm, people that walk up to me and tell me like, like at least once. Hey, it's Franklin. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to laugh with you. I might sing the words, motherfucker. We can well, that's because you're, yeah, and that's because you're not, you're not sensitive to that sort of thing. You probably found the joke to actually be like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Man, I, that's actually pretty I, good. I, I, nigga, I don't care. Anybody you got that they say that you look like? No, nah, I got caught some banks back in the day. Mm. Yes. When I had hair. Oh, okay. so you, so you, so you, <laughs> you literally, you good gentlemen have never been compared yeah. to an animal. <laughs> so you know what? <laughs> Listen, you know I'm what? in the same boat with Ari. And fuck you, Ari. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When niggas say you look like an animal, oh, the fuck well. Because I don't think you look like one. So what's good? Yeah, I get, so Shout out good? to Ari. <laughs> Shout out to Ari. Black love. <laughs> Shout out to Ari. Hey yo, we got time for one thing. One more thing. I got time for one more thing, man. We've been here for a minute. Yeah, you know? man. I got plenty of time. Uh, hypothetical. Uh oh. What a minute. I got two of them jokes, right? Because we just uh just got done through the holiday season or whatever. So they both holiday based. So the first one. Uh let me ask you this. At what age do you think a kid should get a phone? Ooh. Um, probably the Eighth grade. Um, so the eighth grade, that's probably what? Like 13. 13, 14. 13, 14. 14. Um, do you, do you, didn't want, you just want to know? No, I just want to know that number right now. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Marcus? What, what age you think your kids should get a phone? A smartphone. Not just a, any phone, like a smartphone. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, it's 2020. All phones are smart. I mean, they got dumb phones, but I'm, I'm with Mike, man. Eighth grade. I mean, that's like, I feel like, you know, you're doing extracurricular activities in the eighth grade. You might need to be able to. Contact me as your, uh, you know, your parent. So, yeah, eighth grade. I bet. So, what if y'all was dating the chick that uh, bought your 11-year-old a, a phone? Our 11-year-old? A phone? Yeah. Um, 
Well, obviously we need to discuss that. Is no, nah, it's too late. She already got. Oh, it. she bought she it. She bought it. Yeah, ain't no, like ain't no. I want gear. to buy it. It's oh, like you showed up. Oh, there was no discussion yeah. as a as a household. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, got it. Got it. I got the scenario, family man. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. I am a family man. At the end of the day, um, discussing as a family. I like. That. I was. I, listen. I figured we were making. We're married as a family. We, we had a family, you, brother. Yeah. Um. So they bought the. She bought the phone already. Yeah. Um, and and, your and like I don't find out. Of, like, do I find out before? You find or out after on Christmas she, when she opens it. Okay, so I found it's like, out. Boom. Okay, oh, right, mommy cool. got me. Mommy and Tennessee. Like, oh, iPhone 11. I got an iPhone. Yeah. Okay, so my first thought is <laughs> hopefully we got the money for it, which we probably will without question. But right. why would we want to spend money on a phone, especially if we ain't got no new phones? Um, second, you what is she going to do with the phone? Like, who can she call? Who can she text? Oh, you're going to have all these. So you're going to let her keep the phone? Um, I would need to talk to her mother. It ain't got nothing to do with... Well, I'll put it on hold. I'll put it on layaway in the house. <laughs> until me and her mother, hypothetically speaking, had a conversation about what does she need a phone for? We can get her an iPod. Because they got the iPod touches now yeah, where yeah, you yeah. can just do the same thing, but it's only on Wi-Fi. Right. Um, like, who is she going to call? Who is she going to text? Like, the same functions that we can get on this thing. She doesn't need a phone. Like, you need her to call. Like, she's not going to be able to go anywhere. Like, unless she's in an emergency situation or something like that. I get it. But, hell, we can get you a little jitterbug or whatever those things are. <laughs> you can have, like, the three numbers program. <laughs> Only if you be calling me, <laughs> your mama, me, and 911. and 911. <laughs> That's it. And maybe your grandmama if she's close by. Right. But, like, get her one of those things if you want to do that. So... Oh, so you gonna I'd be so like, oh, confiscation off, off rip, and then you gonna have yeah, a conversation. Yeah, before we, yeah, we gonna have a me and your mother gonna have a conversation as adults, and we're gonna come to a resolution. And you probably won't be getting that phone back. Mike, uh, Marcus, how you feeling with that one? What you gonna do, man? Yeah, you know, I hate to keep piggybacking off of Mike, but I mean, like, that makes sense. Uh, there'd be, I guess, there had to be some conversation had. Um, I can't really say I'm definitely gonna confiscate it. You know, at that point, you know. I, if if you can make a case for why they, they probably really didn't need this shit, then who am I to argue with it? You know, it is what it is. You you're you're the parent too. You know what I'm saying? If you made the conscious decision that they really need this needed this device, and you can prove that. You know what I'm saying? As if you're on trial. But I'm just saying, like, if <laughs> if it's really a thing, then I mean, it, it what? is what it is. I guess. Uh, yeah. So I'm letting them keep the phone. Oh, here we go with this. I'm gonna drop a block on that joke. Well, they gotta sign up for Apple Care. They gotta sign. They gotta sign up with Apple ID and all that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm gonna block all that shit. Yeah, he's gonna regulate it. Yeah, yeah. I, that's I, true. I, I see it. I, I agree. Like, you know, once you hit that teenage years, is when you should get the phone. But if they do feel, if if my significant other does feel as if she should, or she wants to get the phone for them for whatever reason, that she doesn't have to justify with me because she is also the parent, like you guys said. I don't feel there's necessary justification, especially if she spent her own money on it. Not our money, not the house's money, but her own money. If she did that, then, you know, that's y'all believe in joint accounts? <laughs> I'm not at that point, but I do I mean, feel like you, there should be a joint account. Okay. Once you get married. Right, right, right. Of course. Of Once course. you get married, yeah. But So, yeah, if, if she ain't messing with the joint account, 
and the money's still there for the bills and all the all the stuff we got to take care of getting paid for it and everything yeah, is on her. She's paying for it. It's on her. Yeah, I can understand that. But we're gonna we're gonna work together to make sure she ain't out here showing. Yeah, and yeah, all these and I think maps, that's that really shit, where the conversation stems from. Like, what is she doing with it? What is she? What's the use for it? Like. Why do we need a phone? Yeah, I mean, I don't care. Like, you can get the other, like, like, if you wanted, like, we can get you an iPod. Nah, bro, you can have a phone. Or you can get, we can get you a The phone came free on the the new Verizon plan where you get the new, add a new line to get the new phone. I will whoop her mama's. (laughs) (laughs) I will whoop her mama's. I bet. So the the next hypothetical, (laughs) the next hypothetical, uh, so I was reading the news a week ago on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And I saw this story about a lady that got hemmed up trying to scam a man. <laughs> now, the like lady was 26. Like picked off her feet? Nah, she got uh, arrested and shit. Oh, okay. She's 26. The dude was 77. <laughs> All right. Now, he was. she was trying to get like a meal out of him. He, he got some money. He owed, he owed a white man with money. So she was, she was like, yeah, she's a young chick coming. I want to get some money off of him. She went over there trying to write checks in his name. Got caught up. And, you know... They said, oh, get out of here with that. And she got arrested for fraud and shit. Now, how would you feel if your mom brought home a 24-year-old dude mm. um, at 65? You want to go with this, Marcus? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, listen. Oh, man, Marcus it's gave me the handshake. Me, dog, because, like... You know, a lot of shit, man. I've, I've, nah, I, I won't say that, but because <laughs> that shit doesn't, doesn't come off right. But like certain shit, man, you got to hold the the other person accountable. Not a, you can't really hold the like the person that did it accountable in, in certain aspects of certain shit. You know what I'm saying? So if a 24 year old was able to finesse my mom, yeah. <laughs> Shit, you got it, dog. I ain't, I can't even hold you, fam. If you, if you can, like, like my man said, he said this about four or five. I wake up, Trump is president. How do I feel? If he can finesse, then that make him real, motherfucker. If you finesse Who said that, shout out my my dog Jules Jones in one of his songs. If you can finesse my mom, shit, you the realest of them all. At twenty four, you got it, boss. So you rocking with it? If, if, if he there. If you got it in there, you got it in. It is what it is. You're gonna rock with it. I mean, shit. If, if you got, if you got if there you, with my, if my mom, oh yeah, you good to go, boss. You you got it. I can. I, 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 I ain't, ain't no point me even checking you at this yeah. point. You 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 the guy. <laughs> shit, me. Y'all, my the fathers are something else. Oh, what you mean? Uh, I will say this: If my mom is out here dating somebody that's 24 years old, that's younger than me, uh huh, he's gonna get his ass beat. Oh shit! Hold on. Why is I he getting his ass? I don't know if it's by, gonna be by me or my father. One of the two, because ain't no way in the world. No, this is hypothetical. Come on. Right? I, I get that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, hypothetically speaking, he would probably get his ass beat. <laughs> Not by me. I probably wouldn't even fight him. Um, the 26 year old. Is he 24? Like 24 yeah, year yeah. old young man? Yeah. I'm like, bro, what are you doing here? First off, what do you want with my mother? You want some of that old box? Okay, that is very terrible when you bring it up like that. Nobody wants to think about their mother in that light. Hey, no one wants to think about their mother in that light hey, at all. Like that would be that would be awful. Bro, I feel you, but at, the same, at the same time, there's old people out here getting it in. 
With other older people. And the young people, too. Mainly yeah, we hear just men, but I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, it's mainly I'm, men who are out here. I'm out here that. trying to break stereotypes, so we're going to talk about both sides. Yeah, it's 2020, man. You know what I'm saying? Some cougars out there hunting. They are, but they're not 65. About? They might be. They might be. What are you talking about? Name me a 65-year-old woman. I'm, I'm, I'm I can't. We're not you. We know <laughs> not you. I, I personally cannot, but I can't 65? say. 65? I also personally cannot say that they don't exist. They, I didn't say they didn't exist, but it's slim pickings out here. For any, if you out here looking for a sixty-five-year-old woman, and this big old sea of the world, it's a billion of fish in that I guarantee you you're not. I guarantee you this: you're not looking. I guarantee your age group stops somewhere around forty-five. For you, for me, yeah, personally, oh, personally. forty-five. Talk about personal preference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you're not actively out here searching. Oh, yeah, I'm not and I'm what not. kind of comp, like what kind of people? What places are you meeting a 65 year old woman at? A grocery <laughs> store. The all them all ladies. They remind me of my grandmother. I mean, I don't get like how am I? That's your in personal, my 2020 that's your personal preference, Mike. In my 2020 brain, yeah, I'm gonna go back to that. My 2020 yeah. brain, I just can't see myself hanging out with an older person, like at all, like doing nothing. Listen, he take care of her, or she take care of him. That's how that works. A man has to have a, a man has to have a code, man. I got a moral compass. I would feel terrible about taking Everybody advantage of somebody. Love, right? but maybe there's no advantage being taken care of, though. What if that? What if they really is a thing, though? Yeah, if that's what that's they want to do. But see, that's that's what I'm. And taking as long it from. as you're asking for, I'm putting the, too much humanity into it. I'm not even thinking of this 24 year old finessing my mom, the OG that she is. You think about finessing? No, I'm just. That's what I'm saying. If if. I'm not really putting it in finessing terms. I'm saying if you could really, there's some fin- finessability here. I'm, I, what, are you so, fin- what is the, what are they finessing? I don't, I don't though? know what they finessed. But if you <laughs> somehow could get into my mom's, hey, yo. you know what I'm saying, what? vicinity. Oh, okay. Oh, at vicinity. 24, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh, you use the, I'm glad you used that word. No, I'm just saying, like, I, Man, I, so listen, if you I'm could not, somehow get into my mom's vicinity, vicinity. you know what I'm saying? In, in, her, in her vicinity. Outside of, like, just, hey, I'm Marcus's friend. Yeah, you're not talking about a friend, right? No, I would hope. Yo, no, if no. you my nigga at twenty four and you fuck up my mom's, oh, we got a problem. Exactly. If you a so, nigga on the street exactly. and somehow you didn't damn convinced to, to be able to court my mom. So if we've met your mother, I, you would be absolutely upset if somebody tried to holler at your mom. Oh, yeah, it was talking like if yeah, you was I'm my and my mom's came in here right now and you tried to holler at her, oh, we got a problem. What you talking about? <laughs> it's the same thing, like. <laughs> Where we at with this? You just talking about <laughs> men's got to have moral codes, right? Have, I, would, I'm saying I want I to approach your wife, code. so why would you, why would you approach my That's what I'm saying. There's got to be some moral compass there where I'm just like, I can't really... Like, where are we going to hang out at? What are we going to do? The mall, the grocery store, the I don't even want to be in them places, the, the grocery store. Hall. What do I look like Bingo. going to shop? What are you shopping with your grandmother? The movies? Come on, if man. That's she, what you know you how bad to? she got to be to be 65? If that's what you went to. To have what? How bad she got to be for you to be hollering at her and you in your 20s and she's 65? Hey, man. Like I said, numerous of times a day. Who am I to say? I don't know. Yeah, listen. People are weird. But what I do hey, know, listen, what Angela, I do know hold is... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Angela Bass is 61. She's not 65. What the fuck is four years? <laughs> a lot. A lot. And this no, is Angela Bassett we're talking about here. Nigga, give me, she, a, give me somebody look, else who's 60 something. She look like Angela Bassett. What are you talking about? Most people 65 look like it's Cicely Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank everybody for listening to this. Hey, yo, nah, you're right. I, I mean, black don't crack. Cicely look like she's in her 60s and 70s. Angela don't look like she's in her 60s, though. Give me somebody else that's black, and then I can say perhaps. 
Angela's close to 65. But yes, if she, she, she close. if she was interested, I would talk to her for a little while, <laughs> maybe like a, a day or two. But you're also not 24, so yeah, I'm 29. Hey, probably 24 year old me probably wouldn't have talked to her either. <laughs> I probably would you have a conversation. What? You with wouldn't her. even talk to Angela Bassett at 24. That was like what? I mean, like what am three, I getting out of that? That's Everything. What are you ago. talking about? She's 50 something. Yeah, she's my mama's age. Okay. I think that's like it's the Angela weirdest Bassett, thing though. for me, like having somebody to communicate with that's my mama's age. Yeah. Um, heck, somebody even like 10, 15 years older than me. If it's not a dude, like on a conversational level. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't feel comfortable talking to women about much, anything that's, unless they're telling me about myself. And they're like 10, 15 years older than me, but. No, I feel you. I ain't got, an, I ain't got another one for you right now. I'll find one later. Because there know. ain't none. They all Cicely Tyson and Angela Bastion. That's really <laughs> what it ultimately boils down to. Uh, Let me. Because, like, right. most of our women now that we grew up watching are, like, in their 40s, getting close to 50 now. Like, the Nia Longs. And yeah, the, like, Tracy Ellis Ross, she's, like, 40-something. I thought she was 50. She's 47. Dang. Yeah, she's younger. Like, you're, who was the other girl? Uh, Isn't Maya, like, in her 40s now? Maya who? The singer? Yeah. Is she? Damn, I don't Probably, know. I don't know. I didn't even know that. She's got to be in her 40s. Like all these women, like forties. Okay, that's what that's what. Yeah, like she's forty. Yeah. Like my cutoff is like forty-five. Forty, yeah, yeah. My cutoff is forty-five, Marcus. I feel you at twenty, at twenty-nine or at twenty-four. Twenty-nine now. Yeah. Now I'd say forty-five. Back then it was probably like thirty-eight, thirty, <laughs> 30 like thirty-five. <laughs> Cause you looking at like twenty-four, you're like, yo, thirty-five is old as hell. Yeah, because yeah, you just got done being able to buy like yeah, a Yeah, you just got, you really just, you, you really just think you're hitting yeah, your yeah. prime, but you ain't really hit your prime yet. Yeah. Now it's just like 35. Now I still be kind of weirded out if like they're in their mid 30s. Because I'd be like, ooh, that's kind of old. What are you still oh, doing? Man, what you are you know, still open, doing? Open your brain here? to different concepts, man. You know, because I'm an old soul. Mid 30s, I'm all for it, fam. You know what I'm saying? Man, we know. As we all know. Hey, calm hey, down. Yo. <laughs> hey, yo, I ain't got nothing else, man. You know, I'm good over here. Yo. Y'all got anything y'all got to talk about? You know, I, I didn't want to see. Nothing. I don't know if I want to talk about women when they take their face off and how we judge them or we don't what judge face them. What face off? Their uh, makeup. Oh, what? Oh, who? Who so took like, their face off? Like Cardi B was. Took, they took pictures of Cardi B when she was walking through the, the airport without no makeup on, and the niggas went. Oh, I didn't even see that. Who? Who? <laughs> I don't know who took the picture. I just know there was pictures of her walking through the was airport. Was it bad? Uh, define bad. <laughs> like not what you would normally. Expect. I wouldn't like it. I mean, it wasn't for me. Do you like her with the makeup? I don't like her at all. Oh, okay. so I yeah, think she so, had way too much work so done. The answer is easy for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, but in the situation, <laughs> but hypothetically, you know, I hypothetically, mean, like, hypothetically speaking. speaking, for all women, like that, when they wear makeup and take it off, you know, depending on who you are, without it, you know, determines whether or not you really need it or not. Man, yeah. listen, if you out here with that makeup and you catfishing, sweetheart, you know what time it is. Like, you know what it is. Like, s- some women they don't need. Dang, I can't. I don't even know. Well, how go ahead, phrases. jump, bro. I'm with you. Nah, some some, some women like they know that they don't need it. You know what I'm saying? That's true. And some women may feel as if it completely improves them, right? Yes. So if it's completely improving you, if you look in that mirror and you know, sweetheart, that that shit is completely improving you, then at the end of the day, if you ain't improved, <laughs> and somebody feels some type of way, like I mean, what? I'm, I'm trying to like I'm not trying to like 
in this sensitive world that we in, you know, I'm trying to like lighten it up. I mean, it is what it is. If I look like Franklin the Turtle, fuck it. <laughs> I look like Franklin the Turtle. If you need to be improved by that makeup and without it, sweetheart, you are very much declined. Walking up in Star Wars and shit. Whoa, whoa, see? Jeez. I was asking. I mean, my whole thing saying. is... I don't know what you're asking me, so I don't, I don't have you. an answer. But if you need the, the makeup to improve you... Yeah, I get that. Like, if you want to feel... If you want to feel attractive, I get it. Use it. I can't... It's not my place to say how much you should and should not use. That's all upon you. Um... You know, in my shallower times, I hated makeup. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays, maybe I understand it. Yeah. If, it, if it's even understandable, whatever. But at least make it your is foundation what it is, match. Man. Like, what, what can we do? At least make your foundation match, as they say. Like, or as see the a real quality Mouis. makeup artist. Yeah, that's the real moves. Get somebody that knows what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. Like, don't. If your you're face, not, your if you're not really gotta, good, your face and your neck got to be the same yeah, if color. You're not sweetheart. really good. I'm saying that's the only thing we really can see on the outside. On a dress. You know what I'm saying? In the fucking in the real world, you know, we're not talking about in the privates of our own homes. Outside in the real world, all we can really see, you know what I'm saying, is your is your face, some of your neck, maybe your arms. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If it's hot outside, you got your legs covered. So them shits, the shits that can that's, be seen they, they should be the be same matched. color. Yeah, that's, that's all true. I'm saying. Yeah. And it's not my, like I said, it's not my place to say how much you should and shouldn't put on. Um, but brothers is out here putting on these uh, these units on top of their head, man. And it's you know what I'm saying? They the can't fish too. And if you go to the crib, you got to take your unit off. Listen, Old man, girl that you I, thought, you know what I'm saying? I can't imagine how that shit would play out like at the end of the night, he's like, "Ooh, I'm gonna take this off." It's like, yeah, but damn, this- my head was hot. Let me take this shit off real There's quick. There's no this way shit. I could get like I could go from a high top fade to a cold side. to no. a ball headed brother, <laughs> to, to a ball headed brother, <laughs> to a <laughs> high top fade to a ball headed brother. To a dread seconds, head unit, just that fast. Yo, look, I worked hard for this hair. Yeah, nah, I feel you, bro. I couldn't rock with that shit. Shout out to all the women, man. Y'all out here, man. Y'all doing your thing. Y'all are doing y'all's thing. Yeah, I just wanted to see if y'all was going to be as toxic as I thought y'all wasn't going to be. I just nah, to sure we, listen, man. We out here uplifting all baby. our queens and princesses out you. here, man. I feel you, brother. You know, health yeah, is wealth. Yeah, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, sweetheart. Whatever you, feel to, you, whatever you feel the need to do, do have it. at it. You nah, know brother, I'm going to love you regardless. Right. Some people just ain't for you. Uh, what, the makeup or not? Like, using of it or the non-using of it is it for them? I don't mind some it. Of like, both. Some of them use nah, nah, some nah, of them nah, use nah, eyeshadow, nah. just the eyeshadow. Now the lashes and all that stuff that kind of throws me for a loop because I'm like, how do you even get them things? It's not more no more it's, so it's, like the different. look. It's like how do you even get them things on? Blue and tweezers and shit. <sighs> you it's got to be shit. amazing at what you do. How much do those people charge? Let me go into that. I, I don't know. That's, that's a, hey, listen. There's a whole like market for guys to go into care for women because we're very skilled with our hands, but you know we're also creeps. So most like you, well, I mean, yeah, the the ones that matter are the ones that are creeps because they're the ones that fuck it up for the rest of us. Yeah, um, true. But yeah, you know that's why you don't see a lot of guy hairdressers and shit. This is weird. Well, a lot of straight guy hairdressers. Excuse me. There we go. because uh, there's a lot of guy hairdressers, but you know, um, yeah, that's it, man. You know, hey, hey, I appreciate having you, brother. You know, glad you could join us. Uh, it's been a great time. It's always good to be around my friends, man. We don't do this often, so whenever we do do it, we try to do it as big as we can. So I appreciate y'all brothers having me again, as always. Of course. Well, of course. Of course, my guy. 
Uh, and with that, I want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of the Ball Headed Brothers Podcast. It's the Ball Bro Alex. It's the Ball Bro Marcus. And we out. Peace.